and we're back. Yo. So we, the entire cast and crew is already like, you, Micah, like Micah, guys. <laughs> Micah, they're already up in arms about Micah. Um, we never stopped being so up in funny. arms about Micah. <laughs> well, welcome back to Fates and everyone. A homebrew Dungeons and Dragons game driven by fate. I will be your tail weaver for the evening. Uh, we want to go ahead and shout out, uh, do our shout outs and our announcements real quick like. Uh, first off, we want to shout out Tabletop Audio, tabletopaudio.com for the ambiance we use in our shows from time to time. All of this audio is amazing, completely free to use in your own games. But please consider supporting Tim on Patreon so we can continue to make amazing sound sets. We currently support him and encourage you to do so as well. We'll put a link to that in chat. Uh, shout out to our partner, Nine Realms Gaming. Uh, they create top-notch gaming accessories from the finest woods this realm has to offer. They make dice trays, dice vaults, hero vaults, dice towers, all gorgeous. And if you want to grab that epic game gear, visit their website at ninerealmsgaming.com and use our exclusive partner code, Liar10. And if you haven't seen on our social media, they're making some absolutely gorgeous dice trays. Um, uh, GM screen and a dice vault that is coming exclusively to our Kickstarter. So that is extremely exciting. So get ready for that, guys. Hooray for Monday night, the part. Wait, wait, the day part. Wait, ah, the, the chat is moving so fast. <laughs> the day part is never <laughs> fun. But I look forward to this every week. Oh, thank you, Danielle. We're so glad to have you. Uh, we also want to shout out our newest partner, Dicey Encounters. Dicey Encounters make gorgeous handcrafted dice for the most dicey encounters. They make standard sets, chunky dice, magnets, and singles. And if you want to grab a set of these glittering gems, head over to DiceyEncountersDice.com and use our exclusive partner code LIAR10 to get 10% off on your purchase. We want to shout out to Sirenscape, of course, uh, for the ambient sounds and music that we use from time to time. We also use their online player. I am moving at the speed of light here. <laughs> uh, and yes, we use their uh, sound sets and their sound player, online player from time to time. If you want to follow us on social media, you can use the command socials to check out Ink and Liar on all our social channels. Or if you want to follow the cast, you can use the command FateCast. You can follow the entire cast of Fate's End. You can also subscribe to, our to YouTube to catch up on all of our shows via command YouTube. We have a giveaway tonight, a giveaway tonight, a giveaway tonight. Oh, we are giving away, let me put it up on screen here for you guys so you all can see. We only have two left. We are giving away one of our founder enamel pins. I have one in my hand right here, but you can see it better on the screen because my camera isn't on autofocus. So you can't really, because it's, yeah. But like, that's it right there. It's signed by Daniel and I, who are the founders of Ink and Liar here. Uh, we only have two pins left, and we're giving the one away today and one on Wednesday during Iron Valor. Uh, we made these to celebrate the creation of Ink and Liar and our channel being launched last year, and we wanted to reward those who chose to support us early from the very beginning. Again, once they're gone, they're gone. We only made 100. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start the giveaway now. You're going to use the command loot, which is exclamation mark loot to enter. Uh, you must be a follower to enter, otherwise it won't go through. So make sure that you are following before you use that command to enter. I think it's going. Is it going? Yeah. There we go. Awesome. Awesome. Just making sure because Streamlabs is having a stroke on my end. And it's just like, oh. 
All right, that should be going. Um, uh, last, I think the last, yeah, the last announcement that we definitely want to touch on before we get started in tonight's episode of Fate's End is about our Kickstarter. That is, what, eight days away now? Is that right? Nope, oh, seven. Seven days. Seven days. Oh. Our Kickstarter is launching. The Stargazer's Guide to Aurora. Zodiac is coming to Dungeons and Dragons, and the Stargazer's Guide to Aurora is a campaign setting for 5e that brings a Zodiac character build system, new races, subclasses, and a robust world to explore. That's launching on July 19th on Kickstarter. You can use Command Kickstarter to go ahead and check it out now. You can go ahead and follow the project on Kickstarter now to get notified upon launch. We have early bird tiers that we anticipate are going to go fast. So follow the project now so that you don't miss out. Other than that, you beautiful people. We're also giving away stuff on Gleam. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> We're also giving stuff away on Gleam. A huge bundle. Huge bundle of things that Dan Daniel's going to put that link in the chat. Uh, if you haven't entered, go enter now because we are giving away a slew of things. Um, so go check that out as well. Thank you. Thank you, Christian, for that reminder. Other than that, tonight... Finlay is going to be recapping us of the last episode of Fate's End. So with that, the time has come. Let's draw our cards for tonight's episode of Fate's End. Shh. We're on our way to Luden's Sparrowhawk hideout. Oh, wait. I wasn't supposed to say that out loud. Um, we're on our way to Luden's special place where we're going to stay for the night. The leader of the special place says some really weird things and then expects us to read her mind, I guess. And then Ludin gets embarrassed because we can't read her mind. Did he seem off to you? A little flustered? Maybe it's just me. Ludin will walk in. Uh, he will immediately try and find Hennevy. Like, I'm so, 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 so sorry. I forgot there was actually four of us. We have a god with us. And he will just like gesture to Cassius. To be like, you have a god with you. Yes, we, is, that a, uh, is, is that a nickname? So, next we decide to split up team research versus team poison making. Now, as you know, I love libraries, so I might have gotten a little distracted in there. Esperice was looking for a book on the Fae. I don't know why she didn't just ask Samson all her questions, while Uri and Ludin were trying to search for books relevant to the mission. They found some pretty promising stuff. Um, can I help you? Um, I'm hoping so. I'm looking for a couple of books, actually. Um, I was wondering, did you have any sections on the histories of thieves' guilds and some more maybe fantastical stories about people losing their shadows? He again gives you a look for a moment, and he's just like, Do we have any books on the history of thieves' guilds? Do libraries have a due date? You mean I have to give them back even if I'm not done with them yet? I don't get that. Access to knowledge shouldn't have a due date. Anyway, Samson and Prearia have a talk about her family and how time moves in the Feywild. Samson even shares a little of his experience, Hoping it'll help her feel a little less lost. Hey, yeah, um, speaking of time and all that fun stuff, um... 
how are you dealing with them being over there and us being over here? Hmm. I suppose I'm not. It doesn't feel real, so it isn't. I know, but it's strange. Um, at least I, I have things to do. I will do those things. And I will feel about it when the time comes to feel about it. They decide to hide the Vardo so our presence won't be as easily noticed. Hennepi wasn't pleased, but I think they did a good job. I mean, where else would you hide something other than a hideaway? It's in the name. Uri, Samson, and I disguise ourselves and head to the tavern to listen in on all the rumors there. We figure that maybe we'll be able to find information to get us closer to Ermir's father. And as it turns out, he did. I don't know how useful it is, but my father's masterwork has something to do with Sweet Mesa. I'm so happy! I'm so happy! Does it it really? Yes. Did your father, like, make psychedelic robots? We've cracked it. We've got it, boy! He was a a very talented man, I feel like. If he wanted to make psychedelic robots, he totally could. Some people Uh, over in, um... Some people over in Keshe believe that, um... Sweet Mesa allows you to talk to the dead. Like, allows them to manifest on this plane. The experiences... I've never never seen it. Never had the reason to. Um, But yeah, it allows them to appear. Did you talk to the dead? Talk. It's it's better than that, though. It's, um... They almost manifest on the material plane. Turns out, running in a dress is as hard as it looks. But I had to rush if I was going to sneak out and find Cyprian. Look, I know the party decided not to associate with him, but I needed to get answers for myself. And apparently, Samson thought the same exact thing and decided not to tell us. Cyprian and I go somewhere a little more secluded so we can talk. And we do talk. Honestly. Truthfully. You step in the ring, I'm guessing? Yes. You stole something from me. I know who you are working for, so there's no need to pretend. Your employer. They must be working for someone else. Do you know who? Stole something from you? Yes, you stole. Please, try. He kind of like looks down at the ring as like kind of looking at if, if you drew it correctly for a moment and he goes, You stole my weeping vial. Oh. Oh. I mean, we didn't, we didn't really steal it. We didn't know who it belonged to in the first place. So your employer didn't tell you It was stolen. I guess that makes sense. 
he kind of like he tra- he kind of like searches through his mind as this is kind of this has kind of changed a little bit. The weeping vial we found down in the mother's lair was his. The box Iveri had me deliver to Desmadonna was to get him off her trail. He's been around this entire time. How someone like him can remain so hidden is beyond me. I mean, look at him. He's... Well, anyway, so we're discussing this. Cyprian suddenly gets... Interrupted? Apologies. Mother was checking in. And he looks very irritated and just... Roll, like, just, like, rolling his eyes and and just, like... There's a sense of just utter hate for whoever just barged in. Like, visceral hate and despisement. Did you say mother? Is your mother talking to you through those rings? That is what I am allowed to call her, but trust me, I would love to call her very many other things. No, no, um, he kind of looks down. The ring tells me when she's listening. Oh. Wasn't allowed, uh, wasn't allowed to get something that would keep her from barging in, of course. But this, uh, is my loophole, essentially. Okay. Who is that exactly? Is it somebody you work for? We put it more like that. She is inviting people to her party. And I'm. You can call it that. Are we supposed to deliver? Are we really supposed to? No, you're not supposed. No. Okay, that's good. None of it. It's just to not rise suspicions with her. She's oh. Mother Lilith Demise. It was strange. I thought at first the rings on his fingers might have been talking to him, but as it turns out, it was a woman. A woman he was not very fond of at all by the look of it. Cyprian opened up a little during our conversation. According to him, he was a close friend of Cassius's over 3,000 years ago. And for some reason, he needs to apologize to him. In the end, we come to an agreement. And I felt like we, you know, were becoming such close friends very closely, very quickly. Good to know. <laughs> he just winks at you. <sighs> All right, well... If I convince my party that that you should be able to speak to Cassius, then you can show us where those crevices are then. And maybe how to get through them without all the other stuff happening. I mean, I'm so good at being quiet. Nobody knowing me being there. I could... Maybe even do an, an extra favor and scout ahead and see what you find. <laughs> Make a persuasion check with that one. I don't know how I'm going to convince the party that this is a good idea. I know I went against our collective decision, but you know what? 
I'm not sorry I did. I do believe Cyprian is genuine. I do believe at some point in time he was a true friend to Cassius. Otherwise, why would he go to such great lengths to try and find him? Lilith Demise. Who is she? And why is she collecting people, calling them her children? None of it sounds good. But maybe I should hold off judgment before we meet her because I'm sure we're bound to meet her. She has Micah after all. I must go meet this fire Genasi apparently. The name was something ridiculous and impetuous. Micah? Michael? Micah? What is he doing all the way out here? And what does she plan to do with him? Join us Monday, 7.30 Central, on the next episode of Fate's End. I gotta get back now. They're probably wondering where I am. But you know where the hideout is. Don't worry, I'm sure Luden won't mind if I tell you. This is the content people want now. <laughs> what happens behind, like while the, the recap like and all the other scenes are going on? Exactly. I'm gonna put it in the chat if anyone wants to answer the question we were talking about. No, don't give them ideas. Yeah. Don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Let the people decide. Yeah, good. All right. <clears throat> we jump back in. As Finelai finishes his conversation with Cyprian. Finelai, so many things are racing through your mind. You've learned a lot in a very short amount of time. A lot of things ha that have spurred more questions about Cyprian. But all of that has been placed in the back of your mind as his last words of meeting a fire Janazi named Micah smolders and ignites. You stand there watching as Cyprian changes his appearance once more. He runs his fingers through his hair and it turns a rich volcanic black and he disappears into the shadows. It's about 9 p.m. and the gaping holes that pour sand down into the city of Sable have dimmed to moonlight. Before we move forward with Finelai, what were the rest of you doing while Finn was having this conversation? This probably took about an hour's worth of time. Esprice and Ludin, you are currently the Sparrowhawk outpost reading. Bleed Prayari is still working through poisons. And Ermir and Samson, you were at the bar. So there was some time between the two of you here, if you'd like. Oh, well, I mean, I'm over here just making sure our mayor stays distracted um, as well as it possibly can. Like, I think, I believe we were with, like, we had met some people. And Uramir was, like, introducing me to the squad and we were trying to outdrink them. I think that's what was happening. That's right. Yeah, the uh, 
the guys at the uh, at the table. Mm-hmm. So I I was I I would make sure that we stayed there as long as we possibly could. Um, do I know is that Finn's missing? Finn told you he he had something to do. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, I gotta be somewhere. I'll see you later." Well, yeah. I mean, he probably he probably succeeds in keeping me distracted because you know, Ermir believes we're all friends, and friends would never you know betray <laughs> each other's trust like that. So, especially not Finnali. I mean, <laughs> Finnali is just like the heart and soul. He's so innocent. So, you know. <laughs> Nah, I'm I'm yeah, my yeah, mind's on the it. mission. I feel like I feel like me and I feel like me and Samson, you know, we're like we're like this, like we're locked in right now on mm-hmm. the task at hand and certainly not hiding anything from from anyone. I feel exactly the same. Okay. <laughs> they feel like looted all the time. <laughs> um so other than that, you guys drink and uh and that's it? Then you eventually head back to the Sparrowhawk outpost, I'm guessing? Yeah. Do like I mean we're still like talking to people looking for rumors and stuff. We don't mm-hmm. find anything else interesting in yeah. Just do that. All the rumors that you uh, obtained last session are the rumors that you obtain. Cool, cool. I'm a hundred pages into my book on Levy. Do I got anything interesting or do I have to finish the book to put all the pieces together? You have to finish the book. <laughs> right, all right. Esprit is a big skimmer. She's looking for the spark notes of the book, but she can't find it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Yeah, just... Go ahead. I was yeah. just going to say, I imagine Prairie's, um struggled a bit through trying to read her book for a while before giving up and going back to the poison. <laughs> That's right. Trying to decipher the decipher. The broken thieves can't. Yes. The broken thieves can, essentially, yes. <laughs> Luden is in his bed, the curtain drawn. He's just going to going to town on this shadow book. All right, Finalai. Okay, what do you so. do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as soon as um, Cyprian disappears, Finn is going to book it for the tavern that he left, um, Samson and Uri. So he's going to open the door because it's still, is it pretty lively in there still? Um, it's, if it's nine o'clock at night, yeah. I mean, it's probably, it's probably still pretty lively in there. Okay. And he's going to like look around real quick and he's going to see Samson and Uri and he's going to like, uh, Samson's going to hear in his head, Samson, I, I need to talk to you. Um, Immediately, when you can. I will respond. <laughs> I'm just I'm like, oh, wait, I'm on my way. Where? Uh, in the bathroom. Okay. <clears throat> I stretch. It's like, oh. and Finn tries to kind of sneak to the bathroom without seeing him. It's like checks oh. passive perception. I'll just and then I'll distract. I guess her if you're trying, okay. I'll distract her and me. I'll tap on the back. Hey, hey, we're gonna use the restroom. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And then, oh, can you can you play this hand for me? I don't want to lose money on this. Okay, already bet. 
Of course, my friend. I pass him my cards. And then I get up to go. Because we're so trusting and all as a team mm-hmm. and, a, and yes. a family. Guys are laying it on thick, aren't you? Okay, so we're in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go, you, I scurry, go, you scurry off to the restroom. I, I uh, when we when we go through, I check to see is there anyone else in the room other than Finn? Yeah, check there are other the there are other there are other people in the stalls. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna wait for all of them to finish up, or I'm gonna lock the door. <laughs> And then I'm gonna wait for all of them to finish up, and I'll let them out one by one. Okay, one of them kind of like one of them like finishes, doesn't wash their hands, and walks over to you, just like, "What you doing?" I hand him a towel, (laughs) and then hold out my hand. He looks like confused, like, "Well, this is a new feature. I must be doing pretty well. Thank you, sir. Do you have a chocolate as well?" Breath mint. Fresh out. You really should wash your hands, though, but... I mean, I don't really need it, since I didn't wash my hands, but, you know. I guess it did get a little bit on me. But he wipes the towel on his hand, and then he hands it back to you. Keep the towel. You can keep it. Yeah, you can keep it. <laughs> I've, got, I've got loads more. It's fine. He walks out. Another, another patron just kind of follows through. I hold my hand out, expecting a tip, as I open the door. <laughs> Oh Make a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Samson just hears in a second. No. Can you please hurry this I up? I guess this would be a deception check, maybe? Regardless. It's not, it's not bad. Yeah. Regardless, you rolled really it's well. like 21 or 23, something like that. He's just like... <clears throat> he digs in his pocket and he gives you like 50 silver. Cool. <laughs> I pocket it and open the door for him. Let him out. Lock it behind. And you lock it. Okay. Now that, now that we're alone. <laughs> What's up? Cyprian. Yes. How to go? You talk to him. Okay. Yes. 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 And? And what? Did you? And did you, what haven't you been telling us? Well, you... Oh, okay. So, all I know... Is that he's? I think he's a Celesta set. I think he. I think he opened the weeping. I think he made the weeping vial, and that's basically all I know. I left way before he could tell me anything else. Sam, that's a lot of information that you didn't tell us. I know. Like, he might be a Celesta set. I no. I'm pretty. I'm like ninety nine percent sure he is. Then why did you keep that from everybody? Well, I didn't tell all of them because. They'd be mad, and I didn't tell you because I wanted you to be careful. I mean, if I knew he was a Celesta set, wouldn't that be good information to go in knowing? Do you think he's a, if you think he's a, if he is a Celesta set, do you think he's on our side? Yes, I do. I do too. But I think he's still very, very dangerous. And I didn't I didn't want you to go in there with the expectation that maybe he's a good guy. I wanted you to be careful. And I didn't want you to know. I can be careful. I can be cautious. And I you didn't... were, right? 
yes, I was. And I found out a lot of information that we're going to have to eventually tell everybody else. Yeah. When, and they're going to be really, really mad at us. They'll Mostly get over it. Me. No, they'll, they're going to be fine. They'll get over it. What'd you learn? Oh, I, I had to leave real quick. I didn't, I didn't really like the way he smelled. So I left real fast. <laughs> well, okay. So Cyprian knew Cassius 3000 years ago. Yep. Right? So that checks out. It was his weeping vial. That checks out too. He doesn't mean to harm us. That I can confirm. I know. You... Don't look at me like that. I know. Are, I mean, are you sure? Yes, because I put a spell on him and I forced him to tell me. I love it. I love it. It's pretty ingenious, right? <laughs> I know, right? It's amazing. You're so, you are perfect. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, so also, oh, I forgot the most important part of this. Apparently, Micah's in town. Samson's face drops and he brings it back up real, as quickly as he can. Um, That's he was picked up. Yeah, he was picked up by a woman who is um, their mother, but not really their mother, but calls herself their mother. I don't know why she calls herself that. But like her it's a, like if it's an orphanage or something? Uh, I guess if an orphanage was full of like adults, fully capable grown adults. I mean, she It doesn't make sense. I mean, she adopted Micah and she was ordering Cyprian around. And her name is Lilith Lilith Demise. And she could talk to him through these rings. Does that name ring a bell for me? I know lots of stuff. I'm proficient in history and religion. Um, yeah, go ahead and make a uh, history check for me. I would like to use that 17 I rolled to win 50 <laughs> from the man. That is going to be really good. Um... History or religion? Which one is it? It's history. Um, I rolled a 25. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you def- like, that is actually a very, um, it's a, it's a very big family name. There, you know, you know that there is, it's, it's, I think, I gotta look at the map again, hold on. Look at the map. <laughs> like, wait, what? You know that, I mean, you know that Mother Demise's, or I guess, Lila Demise's castle is actually northwest of Death's Door. There's kind of like a little, um, I don't think it's called an inlet, but it's almost like an island that goes out and around. And um, she lives there and she does have she does have a, a very, fairly large family and it is a very very respected name a very known name um you know with that that was such a really high role i would say you know that um lilith demise likes to have parties uh she throws galas at chateau demise um she lives in the shadow woods yeah north of forkham I found what I was looking for. And uh, it branches off the mainland. You know when the high tide rises, 
that it severs the the like the little inlet that comes off of the mainland. It actually severs itself from the mainland for miles and the road floods and it's drowned by the sea until the next day, cutting all of the cutting off any passageway between the mainland and where she lives. Um, you also know um, it's very similar or you, it's very similar to um, the woman in black where I don't know if anybody else has seen that, but like the entire road floods and the ocean comes in and nobody, you can't travel the roads at certain, at certain, at high tide, basically. And he called Lilith Demise mother. Well, yeah, he did. But I don't think she was really his mom. He seemed to really hate her. I, I think a lot of people do. And where, as I understand it, she's... Not exactly a um, hospitable individual. Likes the quiet. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, well, except for apparently... These, except for these odd parties she throws. No, no, no. Parties. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it seems like she has Micah now, so I don't know what that means. I don't even know why Micah's in town. It's hard to say. I think Ari needs to know, though. I think. Yeah. But it's possible that Micah just needed to leave LaCambria. You know, leave all those bad memories behind. What's Cyprian say about Micah? Did he say anything? Hmm. He said that he was going to meet him. So I don't think he's ever met him before. Hmm. That's odd. But um, I kind of promised Cyprian that I would try and convince everyone to have him at least have a conversation with Cassius. So we do need to tell everybody. And we should probably do it soon. Did y'all talk about Uri's dad or anything? Or why we're here or what we're looking for? Yes, we did. Um, I basically told him that the sooner we can get out of Sable, the sooner Cassius will get his memories back and they can have a real conversation. So I think Cyprian's going to help us try and find Uri's dad. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's really good. You did really well, Fen. You did a great job. Yeah, I'm just glad it turned out the way it did. But I'm kind of dreading what's to come, you know? Well. I think they'll be okay with it. Once they kind of figure things out. They might be mad at first, but like... I don't know, they'll get over pretty quick. I imagine. Like, once you once we mention that Micah's in town, Uri will probably change directions. Yeah, let's wait for everyone to be together before we tell them. Okay. That way they can hear it from us. Do you want to tell them or you want me to? Um, I mean, I can tell them. I can be the bad guy if you want me to. It'll be okay, right? I mean, it'll be fine. Do I... 
Should I believe Finn? <laughs> I mean, make an insight check. I'm just gonna choose not to. Um, <laughs> all right, if you say so, I'll back you up. Okay. Should we tell them in the morning, like over breakfast or something? I'm a little drunk, so yeah, we should definitely <laughs> wait till the morning. Yeah. Bre- breakfast would be good. Just let them know, hey, we got something important we gotta tell you. We're probably gonna be mad, so I promise it worked out okay. At this point, you hear a like against the door as like someone's trying to open it and they're like kind of like boom 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 I I really gotta go I I, I ate some cheese and I really shouldn't have alright we should probably open the door now (laughs) (laughs) no okay let's leave (laughs) yeah (laughs) I can't go out the window no oh my god that's so mean (laughs) you open the door and he's just like like, are you going? You going to stay here with her and I for a little while? Or are you going to head on back? Um, I think I'm going to head on back. Okay. All right. I go back and distract Uri so Fed may escape. Uri's <laughs> just been running the table, playing cards, <laughs> just taking everybody's money. Make a sleight of hand check for me. Yeah, yeah. You're drunk, right? Um, no. You, you I've been, you've said you've been drinking heavily before we started this. I so. don't think I used the word heavily. To become one of the boys, <laughs> you have been drinking heavily. So roll okay. with disadvantage. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, sleight of hand check, disadvantage. Bow. Still a fifteen. Okay. With disadvantage. Even even in your drunken like drunken state, you're just like with your cards, and like one comes out of your sleeve, and you I guess put an ace down. Oh yeah. It's my robot fingers. I could just your robot fingers. I'm real quick with it. And the cards just the game just seems to love you and favor you you this evening. And Samson returns. Awesome. How much gold do I get off of these? We'll say these you win. Schmutz. We'll say that you win uh, five gold. Pocket it. Start start my own. Fine. And Samson returns. Oi! How's it been going? Ah. The game seems to love me. I can't everyone, lose. Everyone here does, mate. Not as much as you, right? Put his arm around him. Oh, more about that. You won a lot of money. <laughs> well, come sit. Do you want to? You want me to deal you in? Absolutely. And I order a drink, <laughs> and I get Delta, and we do that for as long as we need to. <laughs> so you guys, you guys stay up and drink, and uh, eventually you all make it, make your way back to the Sparrowhawk outpost. And you all take your long rest? Yep. All right. A long rest is had. Morning arrives. 
Henemy um, is of course busy at work, well, working with Le I believe it's Lessa. I keep reading her name. Um, working with Lessa, and she's right. like, "All right, have you been have you been checking, you know, the, the southern area, and just kind of like going through, um, seeing if there's any whispers that have been heard, and continue like going through the morning reports with uh, the rest of the Sparrowhawks there, and continuing to make steps towards figuring out uh, what their next move is and where." Uh, where to procure more information. Luden's definitely at that meeting. This front and center. Falling in line. And, uh, I like, and, oh, I like to imagine it's a two-person conversation and Luden is just standing there like, I'm also here. Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and and Hennevy just continues to like go through giving giving the others orders as she commands this kind of small group here. I'm um, going through and uh, making sure that the wall is secure and just the morning routine. While the rest of you awake, um, you all see Luden is over by the other Sparrowhawks, and the rest of you make your way downstairs to the like large brazier uh, to begin your day. And that is where we pick up there as you all are reunited once more. Good morning, everyone. Hey, I've got a good idea. Why don't we uh, go to the inn to get breakfast while we figure out what we're going to do for the day? Are we trying to be inconspicuous? Uh, I don't think so. Can you inconspicuously eat breakfast? Maybe. Carefully. Carefully. Like, you just have toast and eggs, that sort of thing. I mean, the most inconspicuous would be if we all split up for breakfast and did things a little bit more privately. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I think it's been a while since we've all uh, had a meal before, right? Yeah, besides, Uri and I gotta tell you all about these rumors we heard last night. There was some crazy stuff. One thing that'd be, it'd be good to do it over breakfast, yeah? Yeah. And then we can split up, you know. <laughs> All right, so you guys make your way to the inn. Mm -hmm. I assume, was Luden there for that conversation? I thought he was over there still He chilling. was over there. Yeah, like, Y'all can there? leave. Yo, what? He's not going to say anything. I'll flag down Luden. I'm not going to leave Luden while we go have... I'm Fine. not going to home alone Luden. I mean, he's going to come He's to home. Work. He is home. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, what's up, guys? We're going to get breakfast, and you should come with us. I, You know, there, we'll probably have breakfast here later. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, but... We're gonna go over there and <laughs> have it. You know, it's just the party. Uh, Luden kind of looks over at us, priest, like. Hennevy kind of. Hennevy <laughs> overhears, and Hennevy's just like, are the, are the rations not to your liking? No, they, they're amazing. They're, they're amazing. Sure. All right. Yeah, but so let's, let's eat the rations. It is uh, yeah. very important in any organization to have some time for group bonding, and I believe that this breakfast will be an excellent opportunity for that. Perhaps tomorrow, Henevi, if it is all right, we can have breakfast here with the Sparrowhawks. Oh, it's fine with me. She just doesn't. She doesn't like. She's very indifferent <laughs> about it. And she's just like, all right. Well, I'm gonna go finish up with uh, Lessa. 
But you can feed Cassius if you want. I think he's still in our room. Are we not bringing (laughs) Cassius? Cassius is there. Cassius actually is like, um, (laughs) Cassius is like, I would actually like to come. Uh, Yes. I I hope you don't mind, but I I would like to sit at another table. Just kind of want to get out of here. It's a little... Oh, yeah. What is it? It's a little... It's okay. just some um, fresh air Ramped. would be nice. It's I get what you're saying, little... Cassius. I mean, I won't. I won't bother you. I, I do have some things. I want to do some sketching, and, and we would um, be very happy to have you there with us, of course. You should probably be here for that con. I mean, breakfast. You should be there for breakfast. We should take the Waldo because I gotta take it out of the city. So maybe we can all ride up together. Be great. Or just me? Just me? Well, I mean, the Vardo running around, driving through town is a bit... Why did you bring the Vardo here? <laughs> like, we had to why? get the poisons out of it. I did have to take care of plants. Don't, we told you we were doing that. Don't you remember? No, I remember everything you say, Samson. You did not tell me you were bringing the Vardo inside. That sounds unlikely. Okay, um, but... Um, yeah, debating aside, let's go, guys. Like, we need to go. Let's go. Before we drive the Vardo out, can we do the thing like when somebody's trying to get out of a tight driveway where we sent someone out to go check to see if anyone's going to see a van come out of a cliff wall? Just like check for. <laughs> I mean, it's the middle of day. <laughs> We're not let's, taking the Vardo let's out. Let's leave the Vardo here. We're not taking the Vardo out. Can anyone make it invisible or very 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 small like this small or um we could wait till night i mean i can't make it that small i can take it tonight that's fine i don't mind a little midnight ride let's bring snonky snonk with us too This is not inconspicuous. Snog hears his name and he's just like, <laughs> he just waddles over. Well, I don't want to think he's him to think he's not part of the party. All right, of let's go. He's, just, what is going on? I'll look, oh. I'll look at Luden. Can you just can you just do the berry thing and and yeah, you be on our way. Yeah. Okay. And then he'll. He'll cast, uh, he'll cast, uh, Goodberry, walk over back to his bunk and put four in his bunk. Um, he'll be like, hey, Snunk, if you stay here, he's saying this in common because he, he feels like he has that relationship with Snunk at this point. <laughs> you can get the rest of the six. <laughs> he'll put the, put them in his pocket. Are you but he'll speaking, also... are you speaking to Snunk? No. Yeah, I'm speaking to Snunk in regular common because I don't feel like wasting more spell slots. <laughs> On this pig anymore. <laughs> Snog just looks at you very confused. He's like, he's getting tired of berries. Look at his face. He's and sad. He, and I'll pull needs, out some rations too. He and needs put them exercise. around him. Look, Finn. <laughs> have you seen him? He needs to Look, walk. Finn, here is the safest place for Snog. He's if significantly bigger. He's a I pig. Guess. This is how big they get. This is this is what the hideout's for. Fine. All right. All right. You can All take right. him. You can take him on a walk when <laughs> Samson moves the Vardo. <laughs> He'll be fine. He has Volpe to keep him company. Let's yep. go. He looks up at you, Finn. Wee wee wee. 
Say, tell him to stay. Yeah, use your new necklace. Oh, I am oh. sorry, Snog. We have some really important business. Right. But we'll be back to get you soon, okay? It doesn't mean we don't love you. Because we love you a lot. Snog don't like chewy rope. Chewy rope tastes bad. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why we're not eating here. But Luden gave you some berries. So don't tell Luden that the food tastes bad. He'll probably be angry with you. Who is Luden? <laughs> oh, no one important. All right. We'll be back soon, okay? I bring okay. Golpa, but I don't ask the party. I just bring her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And Mountain is, as always, on my person, <laughs> in a pocket. Oh, Mountain's we just kind of like, like <laughs> Mountain's just like going back and forth like this. Luden will sad. put his, his hood back up, but um, he hasn't used this in a while. He'll have to take off like the mask part and go ahead and put it on his face as well. So like it covers up everything and he'll just start walking farther away from the rest of the party. Why are you putting on a mask, Luden? Everyone knows what your face looks like already. I cast message to Finn and I say, it's because he doesn't know yet. Mm. Nah, he, kinda... he, does, he doesn't know we're safe yet. Yeah. Uh... He just doesn't respond to, to Finn. He just keeps walking. I mean, he wears the mask on the side of his, like, hood. Have you ever heard of the old bard song of the Phantom of the Opera? I think Luden <laughs> might just be a big fan. <laughs> it's a great, okay. gr great show. Yeah, I went to the opera a lot when I was younger. Anyway, I go catch up with Luden. I stagger my exit, but I am gonna jog up to him. Not say anything, just chill. See, this is why he likes us, Breeze. We can just walk in peace and silence, and it's <laughs> all good. Um, as we're walking, Ermiro uh, walk over next to Prayer and say, "Um." So, hey, uh, did you find anything out about that book yet? Um, some of book is, is right, is correct. Mm -hmm. And some of book is very wrong, which makes reading book very hard. I mean, like, they misspelled some words or something? Um, it's like um, they take language, cut it into many, many pieces, and tape back together missing parts. Hmm. Well, but you'll be able to decipher it, right? Oh, um... I can translate. I cannot make make sense. You know what? It's something. Um, thank you. No problem. I have headache, but no problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you you arrive at the strands of saffron in once more. And in you go, and in you sit. Cassius takes his seat with you all. 
Okay. Uh, um, so what do we all have planned for today? Uh, well, I believe there were some plans to go visit uh, the Mercantile Guild and find some paperwork about the shipment of uh, ore. Um, oh yeah, I want to go do that. Uh, can we go together? Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, you had a Kevin contact in there, is that correct? Yeah, it's, I think it's Kevin. Might be Kevin. Kevin? Something like right. that. I don't remember. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go. Maybe we can ask him first. That was the one that we took the Rimrad stuff to. And yes. I think we can, at the very least, he can tell us where to go, you know? Sounds great. I'm very excited mm-hmm. to do so. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else doing anything? Oh, we um, go. We got right, some, you, want, you want to tell them what we found? Yeah, last yeah. Night? We yeah. uh, we found some leads last night. Uh, oh. Room. I mean, they're mostly rumors, but uh, I think something might be there. There's this guy. His name's uh, Keth. Um. Basically, his mother just died, and she left him. Um, among her things, she left him a bag of sweet mesa. And it's this substance that allows you to see see the dead again. Like it brings people back to life. Or brings them back to this plane. He'll look over at Samson. You explained it last night. I know I've heard of it. It's it's not really from where I'm from. It's from where Esperis is from, I think. Can I can I do a check on that? That sounds so far up my alley. <laughs> Luden's eyes have just been First went to Ermir, then went to Samson, and now it's going back over to Esperis. Is it a nature check or arcana or uh, history? History. All right, they're all the same. Uh, Nineteen. Yes, you uh, you definitely know what Sweet Mesa is. It comes from a little town, um, actually called Sweet Mesa. It is actually called Sweet Mesa because of this. Um, it, it, it is, uh, at first it grows on cacti and these beautiful um, fruit comes off of it. But the thing about sweet mesa is there are only, there are only specific plants from it that you can actually make bags of sweet mesa. Uh, almost like, uh, like it has to be a certain grade, right? It has to be the cream of the crop. Uh, there's, a, there's actually lore that says that Sweet Mesa are actually what actually bloomed up from the earth from the cacti because Vera had cried tears into the earth after humanity, after attempting to save humanity right right before she went to sleep beneath the mountain. And from her tears, from all these people who have fought, who fought and died um, near Sweet Mesa, their blood and her tears soaked into the earth. And from that, these plants kind of came forth, these cacti and these blooms. Um, you've never seen them. You've never been to Sweet Mesa, but the po- it's said that the po- when the plants bloom, the pollen kind of like enters the atmosphere and just shimmers beneath the sun during the sunsets. But there are very specific Sweet Mesa plants that can only produce bags of Sweet Mesa. And it has to be done a very in a very meticulous way 
and they're very expensive. Like something like a bag of Sweet Mesa is like 50,000 gold. Very All expensive. Right. Very expensive because what essentially this allows someone to do is it allows someone to bring someone back from the dead in regards any way possible. You don't have to have fingers or toes or anything. You basically call their spirit from wherever it is. They form before you. They are physical. You can touch them and, and, and everything. And you can only call them this way once. Once, once you do it, it, it can never be done this way before. And it doesn't matter where their soul is. It's called forward. And uh, you can actually talk to them and touch them. How long? I think it's like 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. All right. I'll have to look I, at what I wrote down. I think, but it it's either like 10, 15, 30 minutes or so. It's not in, it's not crazy long. Well, I share all of this. I have never been to Sweet Mesa myself, but I have I have read about it a great deal, but yeah, I share that. I wrote a lot of notes, and I won't read them back to you guys since you all just heard them. But so, do we have any idea who they might be trying to bring back? Well, no, no. Okay, that's not the important part. The important part is that uh, Sweet Mesa. It's my father wrote about it in his work. He, I think he might. He'll like kind of look around and lean in. I think he might be trying to see my mother again. It's very sweet. Cassius just kind of looks up for a moment and he goes, That is very sweet, Ermia. But if this is stolen, I hardly doubt that is something that your father is able to do. There's something that this organization is wanting. Hmm. Yeah. Hadn't thought about that. When did you hear about it? When did you see it written in his book? Was it before or after or during? Um, well, I didn't discover it until I think back when we were on the Aristotle. Um, it's, it's encoded. It's in a different, look, all I know is the book mentions Sweet Mesa and it's, it's in, in if he's been studying it, you know, he, then. It's a good lead. Yeah. This Keth person. Maybe somebody in the organization lost someone and needs to bring them back and they, took your father because your father's kind of an expert on it yeah so are we looking for Keth now it I think that's like one yeah one of many go ahead no I'm go ahead so do we have one any of, one of many good things to explore yes do we have any good description of what he looks like I can get this information back to the Sparrowhawks you know they're looking on the city um no, I didn't ask what he looked like. Uh, I think he was a construction worker or a miner. Newton will write that down in his Sparrowhawk journal. He'll close it up and like, 
I'll definitely <clears throat> let Hennepin know. You know, more eyes the better, right? Yeah. Hmm. We also heard about the weird lady over at the, um, Remblace, the Temple of Remblace, wearing a scarlet cloak, kind of distracting people. Not really sure exactly what's going on there, but uh, y'all, you all went over there on Sunday. Did 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 you see them? No, I did not see hmm. such a woman. No. Uh-uh. Probably isn't important. Just weird. All right, is, is that all we needed to talk about? Because I can go ahead and get this information there. Just a dancing woman, just dancing. It's apparently Scarlet Cloak, mysterious woman, odd behavior, more than once. At the Temple of Remblace. At the Temple of Remblace. All right. I know, it's weird, right? I will. Does that mean anything to you? I think it's very disrespectful, but uh, it doesn't mean anything to me specifically, no. I mean, we can go, we can go cut them. <laughs> That's not I, laying low. It is not in the way it of is if quiet enough. I will, after we speak to Kevin, I perhaps might like to ch- check the temple if this is the case. Let's check it. Okay. Well, think- I'll... Oh, go ahead, Finn. Oh, I think Cassius and I are probably, I mean, if you want Cassius, I figured maybe I was going to explore the the town, the city today, and maybe you'd like to come, you know, just to look around and see um, if we see anything. Sure. Yeah, that's, that sounds wonderful. Good to stretch my legs and get out of, you know, cramped location, having to hide all the time. Forgive me. What are we? Are we using his name in public? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was gonna. Say- <laughs> Oops, sorry. Oh, it's 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 totally fine. I am happy to do whatever it is we decide. I, just- I keep forgetting. As I look at him, Luden's and, you know, just in his mind. Like <laughs> he's going. He looks no, like. Let's, I mean, let's, I mean, let's, me. Let's not eat. At this Arrowhawk place, because let's go to the let's go to the public and let's get divulge all this private information that we could have done. This is just what he's going on. Okay, right. I can, uh, I can like disguise him or something if we want to do that while we're walking around. I mean, he's wearing like plain clothes, right? Like, yeah, he's not wearing his armor or anything. Okay, it's mostly his handsome face we need to cover. There's no way to cover that kind of handsome. He just smiles and like shakes his head, laughing a little bit. <laughs> Nothing can cover up that much handsome, okay? <laughs> so, uh, Loon, do you want to go follow up on this, uh, Kefli? Let's. Definitely. I mean, not, not yet, though, because we haven't even gotten our food yet. Oh my god, Finn. <laughs> we haven't even ordered. What do you it's mean? It's true. I mean, you're, you don't want to go do this stuff. I'm going to pop a good berry. Um, 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 Ermir, you want one? Thank you. <laughs> I got four right. left, put it in my pocket, and I'm like, <laughs> guys, this has been a great fact-finding mission. Let's go use some of this information. And okay. be careful. Yeah. Uh, Prearia, whenever you get that poise, those poisons done, I think we can go go sell some. I'm, oh, I'm hold up. Did y'all find anything in the I... library or not? Oh, yeah, we found a book. It's got a thieves' camp. Prearia's already on it. Yeah. 
And we <laughs> also have a book of people who have not yet turned in their library books that Luton yes. is holding on to for leads. Slightly less useful. Hey, you never know. He just rolls his eyes. Those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, go ahead. And- the, the real criminals. Hey, you never know. Like looted you never know. You never know. You never know who's in this book. Imagine, imagine if some nobles in here, and they owe a lot of money. We might, or and they turn out to be missing. You see what I mean? Like these are things that you never know. You never know what this information gets you. I mean, you could know. Maybe they're not criminals, and people think they're criminals, even though people just judge by first impression. His name is definitely in some of these books. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys have a great breakfast. Don't leave. Right. Okay, oh. wait, Luden. Come, <laughs> <laughs> this is very important to Finns. Yeah, plus I have something to say. We walked across the city. We made it here. It's really important, okay? Okay, go ahead, Finn. What, is, what it. is it? Um. Uh, the waiter arrives, we all order food before we get Is there anything that I can get you this evening? Round yes, order for the table, we're not ready morning. to order yet. Oh. Yes, I'd You've like been to go looking at menu. the menu for quite some time now. Yeah, I know, yes. some more water. It looks delicious, it's just so hard to choose. Please give us two some Two snake. Two snake, I will get you two snake. Wait, and I, some water. Okay. Uh, what Thank are you. your vegetarian options, please? Oh my god, no, no, no. <laughs> We have a fruit plate uh, with figs. That sounds wonderful. The fruit plate is fantastic. Thank you so much. He's just kind of like just scrambling like... I will give you a gold to go away. Oh. What is a... What is a... What is a... gold. He looks so hurt and just like... Oh, okay. That's so... Okay. Anyway, I, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's not you. Oh. Oh. Okay, so... We are then. going to tip very well. Uh, okay. I gave him a gold. He'll be fine. So, Luden, you said that having as many eyes on, you know, the ground is as good as possible, right? That it's useful to us, right? Yeah. You Fair said Hawks that. are looking at for Cyprian and uh, Keth, or Keith, Keth. Wait, Keth, why are they looking and... for Cyprian? What do you mean, why they're looking for Cyprian? Why did you have them looking for him? Because the dude's been watching us, Finn. I mean, he might have been watching us for a reason. No, he was most definitely watching us for a reason. Yeah, and I don't want to know what that reason is. You never I mean, know. Are you it's sure you theories. don't? Because it could be a good reason. Like a good reason. Like a really, really, really good what reason. What are you talking about, Finn? <laughs> I... Um... I might have, um, he looks over to Samson, I, uh, might have went and talked to, um, Cyprian last night. Uh. Is that where you had to go? Yes. I went and talked to him the day before. When you were a bird? No, I turned back into, you know, well, to me before I talked to him. Anybody else talk to Cyprian? <laughs> I, just us, I think. I feel it fair to say that I knew Finn was going to. Um, we the learned a lot. 
the guy who's been spying on us. Yes. And why did either of you think this was a good idea? Because he's been spying on us for a reason. I mean, he went to such great lengths to try... Yeah, probably planning to kill us or something. But he's not. Oh, that aside... Until he could have. Yeah, that aside, why not bring this up when we talked about it the first time? Well, oh. because we didn't know for sure before. You were all very clear about not wanting to talk to him. Well, apparently three members of the party weren't. There's six of us. Three verse three. Continue to talk. I'm not entirely sure that would have gone very well. The point is, we needed to talk to him for... No, that's not the you point, know, Samson. You know, the, the point know is, why make plans? Your enemy. Why make plans? Why make plans if we're just going to be able to go do whatever we want? That's the point. Is that the point? Well, am I the only one that sees that? Because if I'm the only one that sees that, I mean, I, we, we can rediscuss, I guess, but it, it doesn't really make a difference, my opinion. Or, I don't know, Ermir's opinion, considering we're trying to find his dad. What did he tell you? And what did you tell him? There we go. Go ahead, Finn. I, I wouldn't tell you all if it wasn't important, right? I... Um, so Cyprian, that weeping vial that we had before, that was his, and he's known Cassius for a long time, and he looks over at Cassius, um, Cassius just, like, his eyes goes wide, and he goes, yes. Oh, he, he's well, Did he say anything about me, who I, like, who I was before? He's known you for 3,000 years, and... He wants to speak with you, but... I would love to speak with him. He, he, he'd tell me things that... About things in the past that... Like, he... Like, uh, Cassius just looks desperate. Like, um, especially for you, Finn, having such high insight. Like, there's, like... Like, Cassius has been in the dark for so long. And, like... There's just this kind of, like, just desperate, like, wish... To latch on to whatever this is so that he can have some sort of semblance of who he was. Reconciliation of, like, who he was before. And he just looks, like, very desperate. Cassius, he wants to speak desperately with you, too. Except... Well, How I'm glad... He... Sorry. I'm glad to see that you're also eager to speak with him, but you... Unfortunately, we can't have you do it immediately. How has he been alive all this time? Thank you, Dire Bear GM, for the raid of 14. Yo. How, how has he been alive all this time? How do you even know he's telling the truth? What proof did he give you that he actually knows? I mean, everybody knows about Cassius. Because, because I cast Zone of Truth on him. And I made him tell me the truth. And from what I got from that, from what I learned, he he does know Cassius and 
he wants to speak with him, but he can't right now because I sort of used that as leverage for us. It's the only thing we got over right now. Leverage for what? So he is really good at being hidden, right? Like, so he has been with us since Lacambria. He knows about the box that I delivered to Desmadonna. He's been with us that long. What? Since Lacambria? Yeah. He's been watching us. He mentioned it. So I don't know if this is a if this is a just a correction. Um, <laughs> he didn't see you until you guys got off the Aerosalant. Hmm. But he has been in the story since Lacambria, in the background. He didn't. Okay. He wasn't watching you when like he was. He was using his scry to scry on Desmadonna. Okay. Just to clarify, but he clarify. he knew about, he knew about the weeping vial. But he knew about the weeping vial. He knew right. about Desmadonna. He was hunting Desmadonna down. That's why he was in Lacambria. Okay, he's been staying hidden this. I mean, for a long time. So he's really good at it, and he knows all sorts of places that we don't here in Sable. He can help us. He can help us find your father, Aramir. He doesn't want to harm us. He doesn't want to harm Cassius. I made sure of that. That was the first thing I asked him. Something else you need to know too, Harry. Yeah. He works for somebody called Lilith Demise. And it doesn't seem like it's a very um, balanced relationship. It doesn't seem like he enjoys working for her, but she Wait, has- He's a Celesticet, right? I mean- I look at Finn with a like funny look, I'm like- I mean- Uri, Micah's back. He's here. What? Yeah. Micah's in Sable. Just a bunch of different emotions flash across his face as he hears Micah's name. He goes, Micah's here and Cypri knows where he is. Why? How? We don't know yet. We're not sure. Who's Micah? An old friend. Then what's... An old friend is working with Cyprian? Well, technically, the old friend is working with Cyprian's mother, not mother. Lilith. He's working with Lilith. He's working for Lilith. I mean, who's to say? I don't even know this Lilith woman, and... So why don't we just try and meet Lilith to get the old friend? What? What is... What is Lilith doesn't live here. She lives up north, over by New Reach. So Mike is here. Mike is here. What is going on? So we have Lilith Demise. We have this Micah. We have Cyprian, who apparently is trustworthy now. And then we... Who are no. all these people? Cyprian is not trustworthy. 
We do not know him yet. Luden almost flips over the table. Wait, like, you just, you just <laughs> I mean, uh, as Bryce puts her hand on Luden's arm to just like calm down a little bit. The waiter is just standing in the corner holding like a fruit tray. <laughs> and he's just standing there like, and he's like frozen Luden, in place and not like, Luden slowly, should I just like, leave it on the floor? <laughs> gives him another gold and just says, go. He's just going to like, puts it down and just like, he doesn't take it. He rushes off. I'm terrified. Gonna, <laughs> Esprit is going to take Luton's arm, not like hold it, but just like touch it and speak a little bit quietly to him. All right. So what are we trying to do? What, what do you want to do with what you say next? What are you trying to accomplish? Okay. okay. He breathes and he goes, I am confused. There is so much that is going on. Frankly, I'm pissed off. But what information, all of it, can I glean from what you've just told me? Context, people. Context. Cyprian is going to find Luden or er, Ermir's father for us. If we he ask is, him to. He, I already did. But we don't We've asked him to. We don't even know this guy. Samson just said he was dangerous. Why are you telling him about my father? Because that's the only way we're going to find him. That's not the He's, only way we're going to find him. We've got a whole hideout full of freaking sparrowhawks that we just came from. And do you trust him? Yes, I do. Well, I don't. Well, do you want to find your father, Uri? I think he can. He wants to speak with Cassius. Yes, but he has what? things he wants to say to him. I don't know this person. Okay, look, it's great that you trust him, but it's not your father on the line, is it? No, but I still care. Care enough to go behind my back. Yes, because I think that we made a very bad decision in not trying to talk further with him. Well, I'm sorry. I don't generally just welcome spies with open arms. He was spying on us because he wants to talk to Cassius. I mean, ah, uh, uh, gosh, on uh, me. Uh, Cassius, Cassius is just like, he, like, he has like this, like, he almost looks like he has a nervous tick now. Like, he's just kind of like, like, like he, he, something's going on in his brain. He's formulating thoughts and like. He was desperate, I'm telling you. And I told him that the only way that Cassius is- Can we is talk going... about this somewhere else? Because you keep saying his name. A lot of this information does not need to be going out to all these people. Are we are we drawing not, attention? Like, there's not there's not anybody. No one's listening. I look around. Is, is there anyone listening? We're in a corner booth having a private conversation. Right? Oh, I okay. That's um, <laughs> that's enough to buffle <laughs> the screens and shouts that are going on right now. Um, I Dude mean, legit almost flipped the table, but like, yeah. Like, <laughs> with, with with your passive perception, Luden and Finn. And Prayaria. You can tell like every now and then like people like look over at you guys when your voices rise. Um 
We're gonna be asked to leave this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys the don't waiters calm down, are, the waiter looks un- very uncomfortable. Um, can we just get our food and take it back to back to the hideout? I want to send a message. I'm gonna cast message to um to Ami. Are you alright? Do you want to leave? I can take you back if you need some time by yourself. No, no. Um, I, I, I don't want to go back to the outpost. Uh, I'd love to walk around. Uh, I, right. I need, I need to think. Um. Right. And do you, go ahead. Do you want me to come with you? I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um. Finn, Cassius grabs your hand. And you immediately feel all of his emotions. You feel excitement and fear and anticipation. And there's this anxiety and hope. But hope is so, like, hope is strong, strongest of all. And you hear in your head over and over again, he knows me. He knows me. He must know me. He must know more. He must know more. And it sounds very desperate. Like, and almost like, you're not entirely sure, like, he's he doesn't even care if there's a possibility that it isn't true. He's holding on so tightly to the possibility of the realm that he that it is that it could be true. Because he's not an idiot. Like Obviously, he thinks, like, okay, this could be somebody, you know, this could be somebody who was lying. More, like, there's, there's more, it's more likely that that's the case, considering that he has no clue how this man could have possibly lived this long. But there's such a desperateness to understand who he was that he just doesn't even care. Like, he wants to try it anyways. Even though there is a spark that he thinks it's probably not true. While all this is happening, I'm going to... I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna t- say, "Look, Uri, I'm, I'm sorry that we went behind your back, man. I know, I know that wasn't necessarily fair, but I didn't want you to have to risk too much of yourself and expose who you are to someone that we didn't know. And I went to talk to Ka- to Cyprians so that." I could know if we needed to handle him before we did anything else. And then Fen went to go talk to Cyprian because we needed to know if he could help us. And he doesn't have to be killed immediately. And Fen discovered that he can't help us. And I'm, I'm sorry that we didn't tell you, but I didn't want you to worry. I didn't want you to have to go against your better judgment because I knew. I knew it was the best thing to do, and I knew you wouldn't be okay with it. Been worried since we've set foot in this city. And I don't need you to tell me what's best for me, Samson. Like, look. I know you don't take a lot of things seriously. And I, you know, I get it. You're, you're old, you've seen it all, you've done it all, but this is important to me. We do, you, you can't just go up to the first person that you see and, and just make a decision about whether or not to give him information, especially when it doesn't apply to anyone you're related to. Like, 
I understand that we all have our ways, but I just want, we can't, look at how we left for Cambria. Look at how we left Digbrand. If we make that kind of noise here, if we, if, if we kick down doors and, and trust scoundrels that we meet in the middle of the street that have been spying on us, and, 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 and if, if we aren't more careful, Hush is gonna know that we're coming. The only thing I'll be saving is my father's corpse. I can't talk about this here. I'm sorry that you're hurt. But we're closer to finding your dad today than we were yesterday. And a lot closer because of Ben. And and, and he risked he and, and me. But he risked a lot to find that out for you. <laughs> wow. And like I'm it's fine and I'm sorry. And I you it's okay to be mad. I'd be mad too. No one asked you to risk anything for me. It's my it's mine to risk. Yeah, I'm just gonna drop the disguised self that that hides all my scars from the chains and the horn that comes up where I, it was broken and all of those things. Cause that Samson keeps that up all the time. He keeps up the disguised self and that hides all the scars and all that stuff. I'm just gonna drop that. You can kind of see the, where the horn broke off that it's you know, it looks like it's going to last a little bit longer, but eventually the whole thing will have to be removed as it's dying. So in response to Cassie, can I say something? Okay. Uh, yeah, Finn will just uh, squeeze Cassius's hand. He would feel all of your emotions as well. Yeah, and he feels very much similar emotions of anxiety and just... He hears uh, Finn in his head. He does know you and he cares for you. I know this. I saw it on his face. And you say that in his head? Mm-hmm. And he, he just very quietly, like, like this kind of nervous tick, like, begins to, like, rub his fingers like this, looking down at the table, thinking. And then he, he kind of just, like, he doesn't say anything, he, but he lets your hand go after you say that. And continues to look down at the table, thinking. I know it was out of place for us to do this, to make this decision, but think of the alternative. Think if we hadn't gone and done the thing and gone and spoken with him and we would have missed that opportunity. Maybe we'd be wasting more time. Maybe we'd still be saving a corpse because we didn't take enough risks. Look, 
yes, he had information. I'll give you that. And what's done is done, so hopefully he is everything that you think he is. I put, the now, disguise, I put disguise self back on. But from now on, just don't... Never mind. Whatever. He'll, uh, he'll get up, look over at Luden. You coming? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Luden's just gonna... He's gonna... Wherever he is, push past all of them start uh, walking out obviously like uh, this uh, at this point it's like a it's a giving up on all of y'all face less of a like straight it's obviously angry but it's like I, I whatever now because it seems like he's made up his mind about something Let's keep walking as Brees will give his arm a little squeeze as he passes Let's keep going and look at her. Yeah. Well, before things got as they did, I did want to ask of the two of you who have spoken to him, one trusts him and one doesn't. Would you care to expand upon that? I just looking at him and how concerned he sounded and how desperate he sounded too I could just tell it wasn't a lie he wasn't putting up a front if he wanted to threaten me if he wanted to hurt me we went into a secluded area he could have done that but he didn't. And you did say you made him tell the truth. Yes, I cast a spell and he stepped into the ring and he told me the truth. And Samson, does that change nothing for you? He is um far too much like me to be trusted. Hmm. It's not that he's necessarily bad, and I don't think we're his enemy. But we know what he wants, and if we keep it from him for too long before we deal with that, then I... Before we either earn his trust and become his friend, or keep it from him too long, I think it would be something to monitor. Understood. And super cool though. Like <laughs> like can change his hair, all all kinds of cool stuff. Esperis, how do you feel about all of this? Doesn't really matter, does it? Samson, did you want to go to Kevin now? 
I think we'd all like to know how you feel. I genuinely, I don't care. I mean, I am, I do not think that you handled this well, of course, and I am very concerned for Aramir and Luden, but it's genuinely none of my business. That is fair. I would like to make sure that we leave the waiter with a good tip and apologize for a seat we left the table. Mm. <laughs> when we go, we'll go check the ledgers. Be great. Mm-hmm. Then you did amazing as always. Yeah. All right, Cassius. I mean, uh, are we ready to go? <laughs> he just kind of uh, looks at you, doesn't say anything, and just kind of nods, continuing to do that like nervous tick with his fingers. Arya does kind of um, lean over to Samson um, while they're talking and say, earlier, you distracted Oremir when he asked if he was Celeste set. Why did you do that? Um, I guess I just wanted, or I didn't, I guess I didn't mean to. I don't think that I know there's there's there were just some couple things I wanted already to make sure to heard first. It's a lot for him. And I think it'll be it's gonna take him a minute to recover. I'm glad this happened in the morning. I wait tonight he can be happy or happier. Or maybe angry. Maybe he can yell. I don't know. I see. Well, Sometimes it's better when people are mad and they just scream and then they feel better afterwards. I guess let's hope this is one of those times. I shall be yells at Luden. They can just yell at each other and then come back. We'll see. Right then. Um, I'm going to sell poison now since I guess we will not get breakfast. We do still have uh, the fruit platter was delivered. I don't know about the snake. He brought the snake too. Yeah. <laughs> he brought the snake, and the, there with the... The, the snake and the fruit was brought together on separate plates. It was very rushed, <laughs> put it on the table. And, like the snake kind of like falls a little bit off onto the table because the waiter wanted to get out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> as okay. as always would like to talk to the manager. She's talked to the manager about the waiter is a fine young man who did very well with our table. Uh, <laughs> this is his fault. It's like Lauren's at top golf. There we go. This is true. This is true. I am this way. <laughs> I'm gonna just take her snake to go. Okay. <laughs> Same. Taking a spear of fruit to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
right. So with our day um, heading on, we uh, I think this is probably a good place to take our break. We'll put, take our break a little early since we're going to be getting into um, Prayaria selling poisons at the Shimmering Bazaar. Uh, the rest of you guys going to uh, check those ore ledgers and uh, Cassius and Finn having a conversation and walking together. And uh, Ermir and Ludin back at the outpost. So I don't want to interrupt any of that. So we'll go ahead and take our break a little early. When we get back from our break, if you haven't yet, we have a giveaway going on right now. Uh, that is uh, Command Loot if you want to... Uh, Enter to win our founder enamel pin. Where is it? I'm gonna show it. I'm gonna show it. I'm gonna show it. There it is. <laughs> um, yes, we're giving away our. Uh, we only have two left. We only have two left. So if you haven't entered, please do. We're giving away one today, and we're giving away one on Wednesday. And once they're gone, they're gone. We only made like a hundred, hundred and ten, I think. So enter. It's command loot. We'll announce the winner when we get back from our break. So we'll see you all in a little bit. Good luck. A 12 does break it. I would never hurt people on purpose, Bargwan. All right, then we can trust her, Boyos. <laughs> She's not gonna hurt anybody. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, does anyone have a lockpick? No! No, we don't need one! Welcome to Aurora, a new campaign setting for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, where your destiny is written in the stars. Fate guides your adventurer in Stargazer's Guide to Aurora. An all-new Zodiac character creation system assigns your adventurer one of 12 signs which rewards you with powerful abilities and character-defining detriments. What's your sign? No, that's the wrong question. Who are you? Frostwane? Lamentium? Fluortide? These powers are yours to define or let fate decide. Choose wisely. Your sign connects your character to the world of Aurora. Manifestations of the mighty signs appear to spur your adventurer toward their ultimate goal or away from paths destructive to their future. Adventure is calling. Discover a new world of brilliantly diverse cities, dozens of unique landmarks, and long-forgotten dungeons waiting to be uncovered. Join arms with allies and cross swords with worthy adversaries. Fantastic NPCs with their own adventure hooks, backstories, and motivations are spread throughout the world, ready to aid your party or become the latest villain. The old gods are gone. Aurorians worship a new pantheon. The Masters of the Weave are more connected to their acolytes than ever before. Find your faith with twelve all-new gods across two different pantheons. 
encounter fantastical monsters under the shadow of Mount Vera, and under the sable sands with powerful magic items, new spells, and weapons. Explore one of 12 new subclasses available for the canon D&D classes, and tie them directly to your background with factions that have been intricately woven into Aurorian lore. Destiny is calling, adventurer. Look unto the heavens. Your story is in the stars. What's up, guys? I'm Brandon Hatcher. And I am a cast member on Fate's End, and I'm also a writer on the Stargazer's Guide to Aurora. Uh, my section is Krygos Lake. And Krygos Lake is basically what would happen if an ancient white dragon flew to a dense tropical forest and decided to make that his lair. So Krygos, uh, the lake is completely frozen over and the presence of the ancient white dragon has basically changed the environment of the area. So, you know, you'll see stuff like white dire wolves and, and snow foxes and polar bears and stuff like that from the Arctic, but you'll also see creatures like deer and elk and chipmunks and rabbits and stuff roaming around. So it's a very interesting blend of fauna and flora in this area. Um, and the forest holds a lot of secrets. And one of uh, one thing that I can share with you is uh, among the surrounding towns, there's a, there, there's are different, differing stories about this creature that roams the forest. Some people say he's a Yeti. Some people say he's a spirit of the forest. Some people say he might be a fae that's just playing tricks on people, but no one really quite knows for sure. Um, and I can't wait for the players to actually be able to pull on that thread and uncover all of the secrets that Krygos Lake has to offer. Hi, I'm Raina. I play Prearia on Fate's End here at Ink and Liar, and I'm here to talk to you about Mount Vera, which is a point of interest in our world of Aurora, and it features something super cool called the Iridescent Ocean. The Iridescent Ocean is a sea of clouds around the peak of this mountain with magical properties akin to true polymorph, alter memory, and featherfall. So what that means is that like creatures that pass up through the clouds, like on the way up the mountain, they gain these bestial properties. They become things like centaurs, and, like minotaurs and serpent people, just all kinds of like human animal hybrids. And they have a little village up there of all these creatures. And they have no knowledge of their lives before what is underneath the clouds is as far as they know, there's only their island and this ocean which shimmers like dreams, and diamonds, and glitter. So creatures that live on the peak of the mountain have no idea what's underneath. If someone disappears, as far as they know, they just fell off the earth. But what really happens is as you pass back down through the ocean, you are once again polymorphed into a basic woodland creature, like a squirrel or a fox, <laughs> but you retain your intelligence. So 
As far as you know, you've just always been a really smart rabbit, <laughs> which is really cool. The church. We're, we're here. We're. Disrespect the I think they got just like the. Let's pull the giveaway. The, yes, There's I need to pull. There's dancers at the temple. Who are these people dancing in the temple? How dare they? Hesperus fully hulks out, and it's gonna be great. All right, let me pull. Let me pull our giveaway winner. Hold on. There we go. Okay. Uh, closing the entries. And picking a winner. Amterlistic, you are the winner of one of our, one of the last of two uh, founder enamel pins. Congratulations, you are a winner. Uh, we will send you that information either at the end of the stream or tomorrow morning. It usually depends on how long the after show goes. Sometimes it goes to 1 a.m., so. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, will send you a message. Congratulations, Amterlistic. You are the winner of our enamel pin giveaway. We will send that to you at the end of the stream and or tomorrow morning. <laughs> and we'll get that sent over to you. That means there's only one pin left. You guys can tune in on Wednesday during Iron Valor for the chance to win the very last enamel pin, founder enamel pin. So tune in on Wednesday. That makes it the most special. It's the, the most day. special. The most specialist of specialists of specials. All right, let's jump back in here as uh, Ludin and Ermir are leaving to go back to the outpost and uh, the rest of you all are also leaving the uh, strands of saffron in. I think uh, Esperis wanted a conversation real quick. She muted. You're, you're muted. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. In that case, I believe uh, we'll start over with you and Ludin, Ermir, as you leave Strands of Saffron in after that reveal. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we leave. And he, as he's walking, he doesn't even, he just seems like frustrated. And he he he's look he's looking around at, at everyone that walks by him like he's looking at every group of people every every uh you know person standing in line at the, at the at the at the food stands or whatever and he pulls his hood up and he draws his cloak closed as he just as he just keeps on walking not really saying a whole lot kind of mumbling to himself and then he'll turn he'll turn and he'll look at a he'll look at Luna and he'll just go you understand where I'm coming from right. Like why do they, like why do they think that they could just, just make decisions on on other people's behalf and just just because they feel like it's the right thing to do? Remember when we first talked, Aramir? <laughs> I I remember. I I've had some change of heart in some ways, but less about members of the party. I mean, I tend to try and speak with you all about you know the issues that we're going to go through and vote and go with whatever I feel the party decides to go with. But with this, they, they don't care. So why should I anymore? Why should you? Yeah. Do what I'm going to do. Huh. 
Oh, and where does that get me? With results that I don't like. So, just do what you're going to do. Share the information you want to share. I mean, you told me about these secrets, right? Keep the secrets that you want to keep. They can't do things for you if they don't know what you need. You know, seeing you talk to the other Sparrowhawks, Hennevy and Lester and all of them, actually kind of reminded me of home. <laughs> well, back in the Undercity, you know, we we lied, we cheated, we stole, we backstabbed and all of the matter of things, but never to each other. Exactly. It's always, it's always like us versus them, you know? It's yeah. Sons of Bouclier, me and Logan. <laughs> Same thing. From, you know, the opposite standpoint of the Undercity. <laughs> but, two, uh, si two sides of the same coin. At the end of the day, yeah, we had each other's back. Uh, and I thought this, I thought they had mine too, but I'm not so sure anymore. Um, As like, the guy. Like I said, I can get angry, get really pissed off about it, but that's not going to fix anything, so... I'm going to take actions to make sure that I'm in the best position that I need to be in. And right now, you and Esperice are the only two that I trust in this party. So, that's completely fine. But my resources aren't going to help things that I don't agree with anymore. Simple. But how are you feeling, Ermir? Like, is this... I'm I'm here for whatever you are here for. It's not my dad, but I know how it I know what it's like to be looking for someone. Especially I just, I'm scared, Ludin. The Hush is not an organization to be taken lightly. You know, this isn't some this isn't some big brandian noble who's just gonna threaten this threatened to throw us in jail. It's, it's not, they, they cut off my arm. They, they came into, they came into my home, cut off my arm and dragged my dad out into the street. And I haven't seen him since. And no one did anything about it. No one could do anything about it. This, the, look, I understand. Everyone's trying to help, but I don't think any of you get how dangerous these people are. This isn't just a group of bandits. This is the group of bandits. Like, and I don't think Samson and Finn realize that. What do you need, Aramir? I need information. I need to know exactly what it is I'm up against because we only have one shot at this. If they they knew they know Valerius has a son. If they if if they get wind of a tiefling walking around with a metal arm and a bunch of friends, and a and a, and a robot bat. I mean, you don't have to be that smart to put it together. 
We don't know how many of them there are. They all have these invisible tattoos. They've been here far longer than we have. I just, I don't have enough cards in my hand to know what to do next. And just making a decision without having all of the information. What if it's the wrong one? I feel like I'm walking through a minefield here. I can't offer you everything that the party can. What I can offer you is the reason I'm still here. I can offer you the help of the Sparrowhawks. Right now there's four in the city, but there's 20 beds and Hennevy has said that she wants to fill them. <laughs> there's four there. Six of us leaving 10 more beds, but I'm not sharing that information with them anymore. I'm sharing it with you. You're going to be the one that decides who gets what information. This is your father, Amir, and I'm back behind you all the way on whatever you decide. But just know. You're going to have to trust the Sparrowhawks. And I, I know that you and Samson, I don't know if you, you want to do that or not. or But that's that's what I can offer you. That's it. You know, when my mother was sick, she died because no one would come help us. So it's nice to know that I have help now. I got your back. No problem. No problem. Give him a quick fist bump. Be like, uh, but um, I I am gonna need to um, I need to need to talk to Hennevy about uh the new circumstances of things. Uh, those being what? Those being that uh, Samson, Finn, Prearia especially don't need to have the information that's being get gotten from the Sparrowhawks. And that needs to come directly to you and or I. Um, and the information that you decide to tell will be yours to tell. But I'm keeping my mouth shut. And for all intents and purposes, I don't trust any of them anymore. But whatever. Let's just... Find your father first, and then at some point, I assume we can probably have some long discussion that's not going to go anywhere, but who cares, right? Not them. <sighs> but hey, I'm probably, I'm not thinking objectively. I'm really pissed off right now. So sorry if this is, it's not aimed at you. No, I understand. <laughs> Look, yeah. We all probably need a little bit of time to cool off, but mm -hmm. thank you. Problem. No problem. I'll keep heading to the to the Sparrowhawk place, uh, the the head, headquarters. All right, you guys enter, and uh, Penavi is there near the brazier, speaking with Lessa. Yeah, he will. He will go over to. Uh, he will go over to Penavi, uh, and he'll be like, um, "Hey, 
obviously looking like a lot more grim, but his his anger has quelled quite a bit. Is everything all right? No. I'm sorry. Um, did was you you did are you hear... fine. You are all fine. Um, I, I do want to I want to say this before we before we can continue any conversation because this is it's important. Um, we are here looking for Uramir's dad. You, you know that. Um, I assume Uramir's standing right beside me. He'll be like, circumstances have changed with the party. Um, there's a couple, a lot more information actually that we've gleaned. And um, that being said, you remember when you first asked me, can you trust this party with uh, the information? I believe that you can trust them with keeping this place secret. I don't think that they would betray that trust. I don't think that you can trust them with any other information. And that's my honest assessment. I think you can trust me, and you can trust him. You can probably trust Esperice as well. But at the same time, I don't want to put her in a position that's going against this party. At this point, none of the rest of them get the information that we glean. And this is mission-threatening. That's my honest assessment. Duly noted. Um, if I may ask, have you all been traveling together long? <laughs> it feels for, like a lot longer than it has been, let me tell you. For a while now, yeah. Months. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. She just kind of, like, takes note of that, and, uh, kind of looks at you, Ludin, and then looks back at Uramir, and she goes, Is there discord, or should we be concerned about the relationship, and how... Would anybody be provoked to... Lessa, I'm not really good at words. What, what would it be? And Lessa just kind of looks at her, and she goes, Squeak, you know, you know, talk, Hmm. About the information of... Any information that's been given so far. Well. Uh, doubtful. Especially since we they don't know much information that Sparrowhawks have gleaned, in particular. Uh, they are... God forsake me for saying... They are very good at what they do in terms of gathering information. That is... That is something that I can give them credit for. Lessa just kind of gives, looks at you and goes, well, that's good. Did they learn anything that you could share with us, maybe? Perhaps, uh... uh You'll get I all mean, the information that I can give you. And he will just go through and start slowly uh, laying out about Keth. And, um... And then he'll look up, but after he gets to Keth, he'll stop. And then he'll look right to Ermir and he'll be like, and I think Ermir caught most of the rest of it. Like, not even giving a small nod. Just like, I was really angry at the time. Um, there, ma'am, you can give any of the rest of the information that you need to. Just gives him a slight nod and steps backwards. Okay. Yeah. Um, I share it all. Uh, you share all of the information? Do you leave anything out? You share everything you know about Cyprian? 
And Cassius? I, I... I don't tell them everything about Cassius, but I tell them about Cyprian. So you tell them that he's over 3,000 years old and... Yeah, I tell them everything, whatever. Okay. There we go. Uh, and Ludin will step back forward and be like, again, the rest of the party isn't to be trusted with this. Uh, that even you know it. Um, but at the end of the day, we are trying to find Ermir's dad, trying to take down Hush. And what I do know for sure is that both of us and all four of you on that same mindset of how to do that. We all have the same goal, but there are different ways to go about it. And I don't think the party understands or wants to understand where Ermir is coming from and how dangerous Hush really is. Yeah, they're, they tend to, uh, we tend to leave behind a lot of collateral damage and there needs to be as little of that as possible this time. Too much is at stake. This Cyprian, you had, the, your friend had mentioned that he was quite dangerous and we had sent for more recruits in order to, to hunt him down. I almost wonder if we should send for more now. What I'll say is, I don't think that we should be going after Cyprian anymore. And that's only because some of our members might get caught in the crossfire. Yes. I have no idea what they're going to be trying to do. And we don't need to be fighting each other. Well, it but sounds the more like... The, the merrier. If, if, if Cyprian does end up double-crossing us or anything, the less he knows, the better. Is he working for Hush, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, he's working for that uh, Demise, Lilith. Have you heard of a Lilith Demise? Yes, she's very well known. Yeah. But it, there, there is a chance that perhaps that she and him and Hush are all working together. That hasn't yeah. been ruled out. Has not been ruled out. Um, and... Uh, did you tell him about Micah or no? Did you leave that out? Because I'm not going to say anything. They left that. I told him. I told him about Micah too. Yeah, and then he'll be like, "I will say that we might want to be on the lookout for Mike. Is is that his name? Mike Micah? Micah? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I doubt he's that. He's just he he's he's my he's childhood friend." And At the very least, he can recognize us. So yeah. knowing where he is, if he's connected, if 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 he's connected to Cyprian through Demise in any sorts of way, then you should probably be wary of him too. Yeah. My God. You have all the information that I do. Oh. I'm Let's... so sorry to put you in this position, Hennevi. No, no, this is this is good. Like I'm, going to, I'm going to speak with Lessa and see, uh, perhaps formulating a plan. This, this Cyprian may be able to lead us to this hush in some way. Perhaps we capture him. Perhaps I'll need to. I'll need to marinate on all of this, of course. 
Okay, but be careful if you do decide to try and capture him from what we've heard. If he's anything like Cassius, he might be very difficult. Um, Cassius? Yeah. The person you keep calling a me and Cassius and Cassius and a me. Yeah. The god. <laughs> she kind of like rolls her eyes a little bit. The god man. <laughs> and, he, and he laughs himself a little bit too. And he goes like, yes, but all that to say, I, I, he might be powerful. I don't know what he can do. And I know what the members of our party can do. And especially if Samson is weary of him. He might be someone to be weary of. Your friend Samson, who you've mentioned not to trust, had mentioned to not follow this Cyprian. Yeah, because... We didn't know him at this point. (laughs) They... uh, Go ahead, Aramir. No. You shouldn't trust Cyprian for the same reason you shouldn't trust Samson. <laughs> of course we shouldn't trust Cyprian, obviously. But I'm considering whether or not if your friend is distrustful, as you have clearly stated, perhaps Look, we revisit tailing this individual and hunting him at a distance. I think that's your decision to make. I just right. do want to make sure that you have all of the information going in to better prepare yourselves. I'll speak with Lessa and the rest of the Sparrowhawks here, and we'll see what we, we'll see what we'll, what our plan moving forward will be. Sure thing. Thank you so much, Enevy. Of course. And she'll just kind of go off with Lessa, and she'll, she'll begin talking about, you can, you can definitely hear, like, the word Cyprian coming up and up and up in the conversation, and, um, how it definitely sounds like she feels like Cyprian is the key to Hush. All right. <laughs> that is what you gather from her conversation oh. with Lessa as you kind of like walk off and overhear bits and pieces of, of it. Of course he is. Yeah, we'll have like 30, 40 Sparrowhawks over here that'll be able to figure out the information anyway. We'll we'll be fine. Um, and I guess uh, Luden will look at Ermir and be like, well, what do you think... Uh, how should we go find some information on Keth? Do you have any idea of uh, what you were given? Um, no, just, like I said, his mother just died. Um, he went to collect, he, uh, he went somewhere to collect the items. Um, so they must have been stolen from there. Do I know where that would be? Like the place to collect the items from, like, like, a, like a morgue or something? Or What, it, or, what are you looking for? Uh, in my notes, it says um, he went to collect the stuff from his mom's will, like the stuff that got stolen. Oh, Keth, Keth, from like the uh, from like the the treasury, like uh, the bank, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Then we then we want to go there. You want to go to the bank? Yeah, and see if we can get some information on the person who robbed this the uh, the safe deposit box or whatever. Um, for the sake of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you well, let's say that you arrive and you begin asking questions about this bank account. Uh, they do; they would not give you any kind of information if it if you are not a family member and if your name is not on the account. 
Yeah, all I, I was can about tell you to, that if, right off the bat. If we were on our way, I was about to be like, hey, Ermir, maybe we should like go talk to the police or something like that. Maybe okay. disguise self <laughs> to be police. And all right the bat, <laughs> sure, let me just get the key. Here's the box. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to. Quite I mean, a few even if you were a family to... member, if your name isn't on the box, they're not going to give it to you. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't saying like we look for the box specifically, just like, you know, inquire about the robbery itself, like any defining features of the person. Was he wearing a red cloak? You know. Yeah, like investigate the robbery. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're doing. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to come in on behalf of the family. And I, I know I know the sweet Mason was taken. That's the only reason I'm here. I just want to see like if we could get any information on like the guy. All right. Any you... defining features or like like if it's like like Hush has like a signature thing or something. I don't know. Okay. You walk in and you meet a short uh, dwarf and uh, his name is Jorkin. <laughs> All right, Jorkin. Jorkin. Okay. <laughs> he he kind of looks Can I help you, sir? Yes, sir, Mr. Jorkin. Um, or, well, uh, yes. Uh, do I know his name at this point? Because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say. Jorkin. Just... Jeffrey Jorkin. Yes, sir, Mr. Jorkin. Um... <laughs> Raina is dying. <laughs> Jeffrey Jorkin. Jeffrey Jorkin, yes. Jeffrey Jorkin. Yes. Um, yes, Mr. <laughs> Jorkin. Um... I'm going to pull out the book. Uh, of all of the people that owe stuff. <laughs> Jeffrey Jerkin. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Jerkin. In this I'm going to start looking just in case, but as Uramir talks, he I'm going to be looking. He looks at you as you're flipping through this book and he goes, are you looking to put the book in the deposit? One second, Mr. In the Jorkin. deposit box. Uramir, uh, go ahead. No, we're actually here. Um, <laughs> Sorry. We heard, we heard that uh, this place... Um, there was a there was a robbery a few days ago. Oh yes, yes, there was a robbery. Uh... Um, can you tell us around what time the uh, the others were taken? Or anything? Any like what? Is, like did, did anyone get a good look at the person? Or I'm sorry, who are you? Put the bag back up. He's not in there. <laughs> Golly, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep looking every person we beat from now on. Um but Luden uh <laughs> Luden will look at Urbeer and like see if he wants him to step in or not. Let him, he'll let him take it. If he doesn't, I can Um who I'm uh just a potential look. We we just moved here. And I want somewhere safe to store my belongings. And I just want to make sure, like, someone recommended uh, me. He's all those things. You just I'm moved a cop. here and <laughs> you, you just moved here and you want... I'm Mr. not even going to make you roll for that. That was so yeah. bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh you can't yeah. even roll. That was so bad, man. Yeah, Luda will, <laughs> will step up and like be really surprised. Like, what is going on with this? It'd be like, uh, Mr. Jorkin, uh, quite frankly, I'm a cop and I'm invested. You are, yes. Oh, which which one? Uh, which uh, which family are you with? 
I'm in one of those agencies that prepared, you know, with the, the acronyms, kind of like, and he'll whisp, come and whisper real, real close, be like, you know, those agencies that prepare to say a little clandestine about working with them specifically. Oh, well, I'm going to still need to see some identification if you're going to want. Sure thing. And access. he'll take his water bottle out and he'll take his book out and he'll just slap it on there and like see them let the magic start to go on the book and then close it up before it reveals any location and he'll be like do you know the ones that use this type of magic no uh i don't really get out much uh, of course mr jorkin that's okay. really cool trick okay at the very least at the very very least you said there was a robbery you won't give us a time is there any information that you can give us about the person at all? About the person that was robbed? No, the person that robbed you. We want to find them. Oh, of course. I mean, heck if I know. We just came in one morning. He came to do with withdrawal. N- we have no clue when when it was even stolen. Really? So you? it wasn't during the night or anything like that? It was. You just happened to go back? in there and it was gone it was gone i honestly have no idea when it was stolen have you guys looked at the possibility of being an inside job that is something that i would do check your security um i'll we be don't back don't have cameras <laughs> well sorry that has oh they have to be cameras to check your security i know i know, I know. <laughs> i'm just i'm just laughing at my, uh, at my own self here I got you. Uh, and at the very least, uh, I think I can come back with some proper paperwork that might be able to um, help you identify specifically who we are. But uh, that is something that I would do. And thank you for the information that but you got. I will we'll say here at the Treasury, we have put in place more secure measures to make sure that this kind of thing does not happen again. So that all of Sable's valuables, every, it's very safe. There's no need to withdraw lots of things from your account. Mr. Jorkin, if it was an inside job, would you know? Wouldn't this person know as well? If it was an inside job, would I I know? What if my memory was... What if my memory was erased and somebody used a spell and really I do know? Mr. Jorkin. Because you know magic is a thing. It is a thing. We'll be back. We'll hopefully be able to help you solve this case. Do you think somebody could look at my brain? We actually have people that do that. I, sure? I should probably go to the Temple of Remblace. They, they might be able to help me with my brain. And we see, actually and have see if somebody been scrambling things up there. We have an acolyte that we can bring later. Do you really? Could 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 they look at and see if my memories were messed with? I can't disclose that information right now. Anyway, come on. Yeah. Guy that just moved here. Thanks we will help. be back, Mr. Jorkin, to ask more questions, but... Be careful and on the look, because you never know if it's an inside job. Give him a quick wink and keep walking out. He's just like... George! (laughs) (laughs) George, come look at my head! And he just, like, runs off over to him. And, like, somebody walks up to you behind, like, the bank teller line, like, oh, wait, I I need to make a deposit. And he's like... he puts it. He's like runs back really quick. Puts his little TP sign up that says George <laughs> Jorgensen, and then runs off. Yeah, and I guess as we leave to go head back to uh, 
the Sparrowhawk plays, I'll just say to Ermir, I think we're going to have to wait for Esperis on this one. But in future tints, although we don't like to, you know, wave around who I am specifically, going with an authoritative figure might help a little better than a commoner, Ermir. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, I'm new at working with on this side of the law, okay? There's a lot going on right now, said, all right? And he'll just tap him on the back and he'll be like, we'll get you there. And they'll, I, I will guess we'll head back and um, also try and get more uh, linked back up with the Sparrowhawks. Okay, we're going to switch over. We're going to switch over to someone else for a minute. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't stop laughing that I named that NPC Jeffrey Jorkin. Jeffrey Jorkin. <laughs> so sorry. The Dome. <laughs> no, I'm read- I, I've been the reading Chibidome. chat and I've been trying to hold it in over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So who would let's um do we, who who would like to go next? Esperis and Samson or Finn um or Prearia? Um, Let's go to Prearia. All right, Prearia. Let's yeah, Raina over. looks delightful. You see that I am still dying. Oh, George <laughs> It's Jeffrey Jorgensen. <laughs> Jeffrey Jorgensen of the Jeffrey Jorgensen. <laughs> Jeffrey Jorgensen. <laughs> no, <but> why? <laughs> okay. oh, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Are you All ready, right. Prearia? Yeah, I'm good. You, 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 <laughs> good. you good? Okay. Rachel. Oh my god. Okay. Reyna, selling oh. poisons. Oh, Let me okay. switch the music over to something a little more pro- appropriate here. Oh my god. I need a theme for Jeffrey Jorkin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Prearia, what does this look like? How does what, like how do you set up your shop? Do you sell potion? I'm uh, sorry, poisons right out of like a cart that you've kind of like rented for the evening. Do you take the Vardo with you? Do you leave it at the Sparrowhawks outpost? Do you just take like a sack, a large sack, like Grim Reaper Santa Claus? Like, what does this look like exactly? Um, I think that um, Prearia would have found an just an otherwise unoccupied stall. Even it, it might be kind of run down, like someone hasn't sold there for a while, but she'll she'll just make she'll just slide in there. Um at some point she would have like bartered for an old cloak. So she's got that on over What do you trade for it? Some of the various shiny things in her pockets. I don't know. Buttons. Just whatever. Who's cool? Like, hey, I've got some rocks here. I've got some cool. Yeah, I've got some cool buttons. Okay. Someone might have been interested. She's just an old ratty cloak. Nothing special. Okay. Um, she has her hair down over her face, and she's like hunched down, so she appears smaller than she is. And she has set a very <clears throat> small but fine assortment of bottles and vials. On the um, on the kiosk, and she just takes a seat behind the um, just behind the desk or whatever the um, counter, I guess. I mean, there's waits. it's it's kind of like a farmer's market where there's already kind of like a place with like a tent overhead for you to kind of like lay out your supplies if you want. So it, it so essentially this would be like a little bit more out in the open, right? With along with the other sellers, right? Okay, yeah, okay, that works. She just claimed her little spot, and she's just going to sit. All right. 
So, day one of selling po poisons. This is going to be an interesting timeline that we're going to go back and forth on a little bit with you selling poisons, Briaria. <coughs> cool. Day one, you see a man walk up to your cart, and he's just like, Oh, what are you selling? Uh, you... Bottle things? Uh, what, what, what are you selling? Be careful with those. They are very one, dangerous. He puts one down for a second. He says, dangerous, you say. Mm, very. Have you need of dangerous things? He kind of looks down, like, putting two and two together. Are these poisons? Mm, not as they are. But they might could be. So they are. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks confused by how you're <laughs> responding to him. <laughs> he kind of like picks one up a little bit, looks to it side to side. So it might could be poison if I sell to you I tell you how to make it so he kind of looks in and leans in he's like do you perhaps have something that kills silent quickly untraceable hard to track his eye because oh, his eyes go wide when he realizes <laughs> these are potions and he's like very interested <laughs> of course I would love one of those. I am sure you would. However, I do not sell lightly. I must know to whom I am giving my fine wares. I suppose that makes sense. Oh. Well. What? <laughs> just sorry. I'm just I'm immediately the neck having to come up with another NPC oh, name. Oh no, don't do <laughs> it. Jorgen Jefferson? <laughs> he wants to kill his twin brother. <laughs> Absolutely not on my watch. Not I, on my watch. I am Tim Tutledge. Hello, Tim. And, um... Oh, does it cost a lot? What, what are your prices? Hold on, Doesn't I must it? know more. The object of your... interest. In what way have they wronged you? <clears throat> it's not really good business to ask those kinds of questions. But you must understand. Are you Please. a cop? He kind of like looks back and... Are you... <laughs> what is cop? You know... People who catch you for shady business. I don't believe. I am merely trying to ensure that... My work does not go... 
wasted. You see, these are very special, very hard to come by. I would not just give to anyone. Make a persuasion check. I feel like my accent keeps going in and out and I apologize to everyone. <laughs> He's just a very sneaky and conniving man looking for poisons. <laughs> he has totally. many accents. <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone. Okay, hold on. Where are you? Oh, goodness. That's oh, a natural oh, wow. one. Yeah. He he kind of like stands up and he goes, you know, I'll pass. I, I don't really need it. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, yes. Anyways. And he just kind of walks off. He's probably for best. <laughs> <laughs> Customer number two. He comes up and he goes, Hello, what are you selling? Uh, potions, souls, uh, do you have anything, you know, for rashes or, you know, ticks? Well, not here. Um, perhaps, um, oh, perhaps bathing more for you, sir. Well, that's really rude. I do not sell kindness, sir. But that's that's for sure. <laughs> My accent's going all over the place. I can't, I can't. <clears throat> well, so nothing of interest then? Perhaps not. Not very good business. Mm. All right then, I. Well, fine. He kind of like, I can't believe Having it. Having a good day. You know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he just kind of like stands there looking at you, like almost like expecting you to apologize. Like, I'm going now. No what? There are many fine stores. And here I go. I'm going right now. And he just kind of, okay. then he starts taking, he starts walking <laughs> off. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't sell anything on day one. <laughs> day two. She's fine with this. She's mostly looking. <laughs> day two. You see, you set up your you set up your cart, your table, lay things out once more, and you see what appears to be a sweet little boy with vivid blue eyes approach your counter. This kid looks like maybe six years old, seven years old. And his eyes are kind of barely able to make it over the counter and like their, their little nose just kind of like poink over the top. And he places a small bag of coins on the table, looks up at you and says, the purple one, please. Oh, hello, little one. Hi, the purple one, please. I like the way it swirls. What do you think it is? It's purple. Well, that is true. What do you think it does? I don't know. It's swirly hmm. and purple and maybe if I drink it, I'll be purple too, which is my favorite color. 
<laughs> well, that might be true, but I don't think in the way that you would want. I got the money! That is lovely. And I thank you. Look, look, I earned... Look, look, I earned it all by myself. Uh, one platinum, two platinum, four platinum, four. So many shiny things. Four platinum. Oh, that is very lovely. I am sorry, though. I cannot sell to children. But why? It's really pretty, and I really want it. Um... And I have the monies. See the monies? I counted six. What about, uh... Well, you see, this one is actually, um... It is, um, very... Yeah. She's trying to figure out a way to, like, lie to a child about what this is. <laughs> it's like, oh... These make you feel very bad. I don't want you to feel bad. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Kind of like when you got the poops? Um... Yes, um... Well, maybe I can just color with it. I could like put it in the sand and 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 it's it'll turn it purple and then I can color with it. I assure you there are better colors. Perhaps perhaps buy yourself some nice candy. She just kind of like sadly like scrapes the coins like some of them don't hit the pouch and fall onto the floor and go, <laughs> bends over to pick it up and put it in the tink tink oh, um here she will look through like all of her pockets till she finds something purple and she'll like hand her like a <gasps> geode or something can i have that he yes can i buy that she points at mountain oh um not him but um i have the monies This is my son. He is not for sale. Son? He is my little one, as you are someone's little one. Um, where is she your looks mother? Very, she's, she grabs her money and she just kind of looks up at you at that. She goes, with, like, with the attention span of a squirrel, she's like, I gotta ask mommy a question. In regards yes. to your son <laughs> <laughs> being mountain, <laughs> and uh, and she goes, she just wa wanders off, very confused and disappointed at the same time. The next individual to approach your cart appears to be a holy man of some kind. There's a symbol of poid on his vestments. Mm. And uh, he walks up and he goes. You know, somebody told me about a peddler in the Shimmering Bazaar selling poisons. Would that be you? Perhaps. Oh, wonderful. I'd, I'd love to buy a bottle. I'm not picky. Anything will do. 
pardon me. Um, poisoning seems a little more serious than just anything. Um, may I ask your intentions? Or rather, it's what just has good someone to have done on to hand. Me? It's good to have Daddy. on hand. You never know when you're going to need a bottle of poison. That is true. Um, however, these are quite quite a bit more involved. Um, not quite so. Hmm. Can I proceed? Sure. Yeah, just I'd like to perception check this man's. What do, what are you what are you looking for? Exactly. Uh, she's looking to see if there's any like underlying intent or if he's just really that casual about this. Uh with your passive insight of eleven. No, fifteen. You have a passive insight of fifteen? Yeah. He looks to be just casual. Like, yeah, he just wants to buy some poison. Hmm. I, um... He kind of looks at you a little odd. He's like, You know, it's very strange. I wasn't expecting this, uh... You know, with you selling on the street, you know? What? Oh, just... So many questions. As I say, poison is very serious business. I don't just hand to everyone. But, um... She'll, like... Look in some of her other pockets and take out, like, a less... Just, like, a a vial with some liquid in it. She'll be like, here, this one, for you. Wonderful, very good. Here you go. And he hands you, like, five gold pieces. Thank you for rock. Thank you for rock. I love it. (laughs) Um, Your last customer walks up, and uh, it's a woman. And she goes, Got some wind that you were selling some poisons down here. Some some people were talking about a stand out here. Would that be you selling the poisons now? That might be, yes. Oh, I hope you have some good deals. You must have for me having a standout here. Uh, I would like a uh, poison, if that's okay. How much are your prices? Well, that depends on which one and if I sell to you. Well, I'm looking for a poison. You know, I'm a butcher. Uh, Do you have something that will kill animals mercifully but won't taint the meat? Hmm. I have never eaten something after I've poisoned it with these. Well, that's what I'm looking for. Something a little bit more humane for my shop. Oh, <laughs> um, perhaps not these. Well, all right. Well, it's good to, good to check, I, I guess, as well. Well, I guess we'll head out. Thank you for your interest. As the morning of day three arrives, 
Uh, we'll actually, we'll stop there. We'll come back to day three. We'll come back to day three with Prayaria, um, since other things will have happened since then. We're gonna go to, uh, let's go to Finn and Cassius as you guys all leave. All right. Okay, so um, as Finn and Cassius are walking out of the inn, uh, they get a bit of a distance. Finn kind of looks around to see if any of them are still around. He sees that they're not. And he just looks so frustrated after that conversation. Um, he just, I don't know why they don't trust me. It's not fair. I mean, the Celestiset trusted you. They trusted you with everything, just like friends are supposed to. Just like a party is supposed to. I bet you guys never fought. He just kind of smiles and he's just like, I wish I could remember if we did, but I'm sure we did. I'm sure we had quarrels. It would be, it would be impossible to think that we never fought. But I feel... Maybe we were tr as trustful and open as we were, as we tried to be. Uh, I I'd like to think we were. He just, he looks, fr he looks frustrated just trying to guess how things may have been as he tries to formulate it together. And he looks at you and he says, but I can sense your frustration. And I, I understand. I don't get it. Like... Yes, we made a decision not to go talk to Cyprian, but it's not the right thing to do. It was the right thing to go talk to him and learn more about more information. I mean, there are stories where the Celestiset had to trust you wholeheartedly. Like one time, you were all fighting this Abreus, right? And they all got knocked out and you had to beat it single-handedly. And I mean, they'd have to trust you with their lives. They never trust me with their lives. They'll go into the Sparrowhawk hideaway and tell them everything, but then they don't trust me and how I feel about this person. I mean, yeah, he was spying on us, but... You all have been friends for a long time, haven't you? I mean, I guess it's been pretty long. It's been like five months, maybe, I guess. It's kind of hard to read time, but I think that's about how long. Your intentions were good, Finn. And I sense that you did this because you thought it was right. And perhaps there is some fault on both sides. Fault in the sense that you don't feel listened to. You don't feel important. You don't feel taken seriously. Maybe I'm wrong. But also fault on yours for not being open and honest. 
But it's very difficult from what I hear from you. It's hard to be open and honest if no one's willing to listen. Yeah. I think it says, I think it does say a lot if there's some fear to tell the truth. You did tell the truth. You came and told us all. But I held your hand and you felt afraid to tell the truth. Yeah, I did. Because I knew they weren't going to be happy about it. Even if I do feel like I did the right thing, I don't think they'd understand. And they didn't. I can't believe Uri would say that we don't care. Of course we care. Why wouldn't we care? He's my friend. I want him to be happy. I think it's very easy. Especially when you're trying so hard to hold on to the only thing that you have. All I have... All I have is this Cyprian, and so I can relate to your friend. Who, this man who apparently knows me and knows my past and was a part of my past. There's a desperation there, and I know you feel it. And there's a sense with that you're with your friend. When there is nothing left of your past, there's nothing left of the things that you care about most. And that is what you have left to hold on to. It is easy to lead your decision-making askew. It's easy to not see anything else. I can't see anything else. Not that I can remember anything else. Not that I have anything else to go on or, or any reason to remind myself of. So I don't think you should be too hard on your friend, Ermi. He doesn't want to lose his father. I think... I think what he says is not always what he means. I guess you're right. I think he knows that you care. I think he doesn't like the way you went about it. Yeah, but had I not done it the same way, it never would have gotten done. Perhaps not. But he's also upset. When people do say things they don't mean when they're not said. Maybe he did. I don't... I don't claim to know you all so very well, or closely, or... But perhaps... Perhaps there needs to be some time, a buffer, a time for him to cool down and time to focus for all of us to focus on finding his father. As difficult as that will be for me, and I apologize for that, I apologize for that so much. I do want to help you all find your father, but it's hard for me to not feel completely enticed with this distraction. 
That's understandable, too. And I am sorry for more or less using you in the negotiation. It's okay. Well, the only way we're going to cheer Uri up is if we get actual information. So I have this address. I found it in a book. And I don't know if it has anything to do with anything. I don't even know if it's in Sable. But maybe we can look around and try and find something similar to it. He'll show Cassius the address on the piece of small piece of paper <laughs> he that looks, he wrote down. He, uh, he looks at it and he goes... Um, he just kind of looks around as he looks down at it in order to try to get an, uh, an idea of the bearings of the area and everything. And, uh, and he looks up and uh, he goes, oh, we, we might be able to find this. It Do you think it's here? Like, perhaps... Perhaps, uh, perhaps we should have some. At <laughs> perhaps we should ask someone local where the this address is. Sure, let's duck in that shop over there and just ask them. See. You make your way over to the shop, and uh, you ask. Yes. There's a lady there. She goes, "Oh yeah. Um, if you make your way through the Shimmering Bazaar, you'll be able to find that address. Uh, it's like this really squashed building in between two other buildings. Um, the storekeeper there and the entire family—they don't really name their store because they kind of want to go against the grain. They think that their sign is just like enough to, you know, describe what they sell. Okay. Well, what do they sell? Oh, they sell, like, quills and ink bottles and paper and just, like, a whole bunch of boring stuff. Oh. Okay, thank you. <sighs> I don't know. I guess it makes sense coming from the book I was reading, but I don't know if it's going to help us any. I guess we should go check it out anyway. All right, you head over that way? Yeah. You make your way through the Shimmering Bazaar to the address that you found within the compendium you read just before it burst into flames. You almost miss it as it's a very small building nestled between two larger towering clay buildings. Like a vertical cramped European flat, it stretches up very thin-like and the cracks and the fading of the building betray its age. The second floor looks slightly crooked and off balance as the buildings on either side seem to want to squeeze it out of existence. The exterior is painted a dark sandy brown, unordinary and plain, and the window panes are bubbled and wavy, like water frozen in time. A simple plain black sign hangs from the second story. The metal bends as if the sign weighs much heavier than it appears. And you see painted on it in mustard yellow a calligrapher's brush next to an inkwell. That's it. No words. Only adorned symbol image. You may go in if you please. I guess the lady was right. Yeah, let's go in. Enter through. It definitely looks like out of place and like from all the other buildings. Like, but it feel like it feels out of place in the sense that it. It's like not like it's like it's not supposed to be there. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. You open the door and a bell chimes. Not the kind of chime you expected. You look up at the rusted bell and the sound is almost muffled and lifeless, as if the bell were made out of tin. Instead of the beautiful echoing chime one might expect to hear, the note is rather short and deflating. The store smells dusty. It is a desert, of course, but like rain hitting the pavement, the scent is much stronger here. Looking around you, the shop is completely filled to the brim with a variety of brushes and quills, so many plumed quills that the many colors of the feathered plumes look like folded butterfly wings. And you half expect them to fly off the shelves at any sudden movement in a colorful flutter. Along another wall, you see a variety of different bottles of ink and a plethora of colors. The labels themselves are adorned with intricate artwork indicated by the colored uh, contents of the bottle. On one label, you see a canary for a bottle of yellow ink, plump grapes for a bottle of purple, an emerald gemstone cut in dazzling facets for the bottle of green. You look over and see a special case of ink bottles. You gather for the enchanted inks that they have a subtle glow. Another case next to that one also carries enchanted inks. However, you see a set of sharp needles accompanying, accompanied with this set of bottles. Beside that one, beside that on the other side of the main counter, you see a small stone box. Its lid swiveled off to the side that allows you to see the contents within. And it looks like chalk in various colors that gradiate from blue to green, yellow to red. The chalk glows slightly and has runes carved into it. Another wall, you see trays lined up side by side, filled with different kinds of paper and parchment. Some as thick and textured like satin and velvet, some thin and nearly transparent. Different polished wooden boxes, stone boxes, all looking to be meticulously carved and designed with great care and used to hold the precious contents of any of the other items you've already seen within this store. At the counter, you see a middle-aged gnome with peppered, grayed hair, and he wears thick leather trousers and a very clean noble's tunic intricately embroidered, and it looks worn and handed down. Thick spectacles line his nose, and he's concentrating very hard, looking down at an open book, quill in hand, pot of ink at the side, his tongue out like, while he's focusing, bit down on it as he focuses on the task at hand, and he looks up at you as you walk in, and he goes, Oh, hello. Um... Welcome. Uh, my name is Quill. Welcome welcome to our shop. Uh, p- please have a look around and let me know if there's anything I can help you with. Finn, with your passive insight, you notice that he said our shop and that he seems to be the only one in here. You don't see anyone else. Hi. Um, it was kind of hard to find. I mean, it's not a very conspicuous sign out there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, it's uh, just the observation. Um, who else owns this shop with you? It seems like there's a lot of stuff in here for one person to manage. 
No! Just me! Ah. Just me. No one else. It's gonna share a glance with Cassius and be like, your passive insight definitely, like with your 19 passive insight, <laughs> he's definitely lying. He's not telling the truth. Uh, just, Cassie just kind of looks at yeah, looks at you and looks back over in the shop. Just you, huh? Oh, I thought I heard you say our shop is all. Our, <laughs> uh, <are>, no. <laughs> I, I, I definitely said my shop. Mine. It's my, my shop. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Huh. Mind. Okay. <laughs> so he's gonna go over to the quill with the needles. Just like look at them. What is it for exactly? Um, kind of looking down at it. It looks like tattoo tattooing. Hmm. And he's like, I don't don't get too close to that to that box. <clears throat> Why not? Isn't it for sale? Well, yeah. It, it is for sale, but um, uh, we've had uh, some people have been stealing our our, our ink, uh, and and you know, I put some extra measures of security measures on that box. That I really don't want to clean up any blood, so just you know, just don't touch it. You can look, just you know, don't 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 touch it or anything. Are all of your products covered in this security measure? No, I, I mean, yes, all of them. You shouldn't steal anything in my store. All of them have the same security measure for sure. <clears throat> your store, right. My okay. store, yes. <laughs> he, he goes back to scribbling in his book and he just kind of like looks up at you from time to time. Uncomfortable. Well, would you mind breaking the security measures so I can get a better look? He's like... His eyes narrow. <laughs> you want a better look? Yeah. I mean... What do you some... need to see that you don't already see? Well, I imagine every quill has a certain weight, right? And in order to use it properly... Might want to know how much it weighs in my hand. <laughs> Make a charisma save. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 14. I think you just saved. Oh, damn. Okay, hold on. Yes, you did. Damn. Okay. <laughs> okay, you see. Hold on, let me go back here. You see before you attempting to, uh, uh, you see before you um, flying very rapidly, the ghost of a young, like, mid-20s and human years gnome just appears before you. Her hair is tied up in two buns on each side of her head. And she wears a noble's dress. Sleeves down to her elbows with a deep curving U um, and a neckline that appears to be stained in a dark color near the chest and neck area. She attempts to like go in, like you feel her come into your chest and like attempt to like take like possession of you. And then, and then you're just kind of like, you kind of like, ah, 
and you're somehow able to resist and you feel like it almost feels like when you put vapor rub on your chest, this very coldness just kind of crawl up your neck. And um, with the power of the V, you resist. And uh, she goes shooting out and and like you see some of the boxes just kind of fly off the shelves. And he goes, I think, I think baby, maybe you should maybe go. And then like she comes back and she goes, what do you want? What do you want? This is your security measure? You come to steal from us again? Mm -hmm. Again? What do you mean again? Yeah, you want to hold it in your hand, huh? You want to hold it in your little hand so that you can put it in your little pocket and then walk out the door. Is that Look, what you want to do? I found the address to your shop in a book. Oh, did you? From yes, who? I did. I don't know. It was a shop in Digbrand. Oh, from a book in Dig. Wait, from a book in Digbrand? Yes, all the way in Digbrand. And it was in a book that lit on fire. So I assume that you want to keep this address pretty secret. And you're not telling us something. It caught on fire? Yes, it yes, it caught on fire. Quail, it caught on fire. You actually read it? Yes, of course I read it. <laughs> wow. I can't believe somebody actually read that book. Okay, so you know what book I'm talking about. Also, stop <laughs> laughing. It was a very interesting book. Oh, was it so easy? How long did it take you? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I read the whole thing. Uh, and that's Quill, I found the answer. Quill just looks at her and he goes, Nibs, we... this is all making me very uncomfortable. And like Nibs just looks back at him and he's like, and she's like, oh, of course we know who wrote the book. It was our pop. We tried to get us to read it, but as you can probably guess, I lost it. And by lost, I mean, you know, threw it away. So is your pop here? I mean, kinda. He's buried under the floorboards. <laughs> He's dead. Okay. Wow, this one's really smart, Quill. I like him. I'm gonna try again. Uh, but I can't today. But if they come back, I'm definitely gonna try again. <laughs> Look, something seems off about this shop. Can you just be honest with us? Uh, Quill just kind of looks but this is just nothing's off. Everything's normal. Go away, Nibs. Go away. You you. <sighs> Do you want to buy anything? I mean, maybe, but we're not sure yet. What we do want is more information. What? what? I don't know what you want. Um, <laughs> we have a store. A pops is buried under the floorboards. Who stole from you? I we have no idea. We thought it was you. I mean, you coming in here and wanting to, to, you know, hold it. Like honestly, we we haven't seen the person who stole it. Otherwise, we would, you know, we have a lot more to go on. But um, we have no idea. Somebody came in here and just, just 
stole this rather big shipment. We just got the new a new shipment of of, of inks and needles in, and and they 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 stole all of our needles and ink and and. I don't know what else you want from me. I just, I have to deal with this every day, okay? I have. <sighs> Nibs is just like. <laughs> he turns to Nibs. So you don't, you didn't see at all who possibly could have came in and took the needles? <clears throat> I typically see everything that occurs in this store. However, apparently not. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just saying. Apparently not. Apparently not. How about you, handsome? You look pretty good. Yeah, let's give it a try. She tries to possess him oh next. <laughs> Poor Cassie, as he's rising in there, like what the heck? I mean, he—I can't imagine that he will—he would fail. And uh, I can't imagine him failing. Watch me roll a nat one for him. Isn't he a paladin? Should paladins be like immune to this at no. a certain point? <laughs> Legendary resistances. <laughs> <laughs> resistance uh, of nah. I mean, I can't imagine him. Like, he has a plus 14 to his save, so. You're getting that one. Could get a nat one. Hilarious. Yeah, no, he got a 30, so we're good. She attempts. <laughs> to, <laughs> thirty. She uh, she attempts to possess him next and, and just like, bounces off his rock hard she, text. Like. <laughs> she essentially just bounces off of his like, like. <sighs> They're no fun, Quill. Although I almost got you. Look, almost. Maybe we can help you recover some of the loss of the money that people were stealing from if you can help us out. Why would you do that, sassy pants? Because we need information. And apparently, possibly, the people that we're looking for were here. Maybe they'll come again. You're obviously pretty easy to steal from, so they might try and do it again. <gasps> Well, you just wants your little butt right in here, and you're just gonna say all these really quill. Hold, hold me back, quill. I, I, I literally can't, Nibs. I literally can't <laughs> hold you back. Do you want help or not? I, I mean, that that would be really great if you could help in this cer certain situation. I'm so sorry. This is this is my twin sister Nibs. I um, uh, just to be a little bit more better at you know huh, introductions and all that stuff. Um, this is my twin sister Nibs. As you can see, uh, I am older, but it's because she she died rather 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 young. Um, Nibs got drunk uh, and drank six bottles of purple ink. Uh, she thought it was wine. Um, and Nibs goes, It's not my fault! There were grapes on the label, Quill! Grapes! They were on the label! Okay, we get it. That's a very interesting story. And I'm sorry for your loss, kind of. But we need to see if those people come again to steal your things. I, I don't I don't know if they will. They... 
it, it was quite some time ago, maybe like a week. Um, no, it was much. I'm sorry. It was it was much longer than that. <laughs> it was probably about a month ago. Uh, it, it took about a month to get in the new supplies. Um, I Is really, that the only thing they stole? Was those needles? Just the need the needles and and our our, our inks. Um, we, they stole some inks as well. Okay. And did those inks have any special properties to them? They 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 did. Um, they're they're used to, to grant magical ma well you know they're magical tattoos that you can tattoo on people and um, that was yeah those those were them yeah. I I can tell you exactly what kinds of inks they were and what magical properties were bestowed. Are any of them particularly? Violent, explosive, maybe. Um. Well, there, there is one. Uh, it's essentially. Uh, it allows you to cast uh, a, a very violent, you know, fireball. Um, it allows you to cast a, a, a any fifth level spell. Actually, you can choose which spell you'd like to, you know, tattoo into yourself, and it, it stores it there. It stores it there, so um. But but once you use it once, that's it. It's gone. But yes, but you could cast any fi any fifth level spell or lower. A fifth level spell or lower. Oh my god. <laughs> if we're gonna get technical here, and how many spell slots you have, it's actually <laughs> marked in your arm. There's a little square on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you can keep a lookout, maybe for people who are shopping for that sort of thing, at least see what they look like. We'll be back in a couple days, and. I am so sorry, by the way. I cannot control her. At all. I'm so sorry. Well, maybe but she yes. can be helpful in this situation. Okay. So. Nibs looks at you and Nibs goes, You know, I could be rather more helpful if I had a body to walk around in. Just saying that I could maybe, you know. Well... If you had a body, maybe, or maybe you could possess the body that's trying to steal the things. And if you have that body, maybe you might come and find us. Maybe that is a good idea. If I were to see said body, I could maybe attempt to take control of it. Yeah. So maybe. <sighs> We are staying near the inn, the Strands of Saffron Inn. So if you just happen to possess a body that you think maybe came in and stole these or trying to steal these things, maybe head that way and find us. We're pretty noticeable. That that sounds like a really good idea. Um, uh, you're, you're staying where? Uh, the Strands of Saffron Inn, is that what you said? Uh, we frequent that place often. Oh, you okay? Of course, you you tourists and such. Yeah, mm. right. Mm -hmm. So if you could do that, we could give you a really hefty reward, like money, lots of money that we have. I mean, trust me, I I I would love this individual to, you know, get caught and 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 thrown into the jail cells here or it pop maybe even further away but yes 
I mean, we could probably do that too. We know people. I mean, he's really tall and bulky, so that checks out. Um, I don't doubt you. That's one of the reasons why I was honestly pretty... We were, I mean, we were both pretty antsy. Because, I mean, look at him. Like, I know he's not wearing any armor, but but good Vera. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cassie's just what, sitting there. Like, <laughs> Cassie's is just like... <laughs> Oh, wait. Is that all you needed, Finn? <laughs> I guess so. I guess it's more of a lead than I thought it might be. Alright. So, you got it down? The details? If somebody comes in and tries to steal you from your shop, possess them. And head to the inn. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? I guess. What's up? You you read our pop's book. What was it about exactly? Oh. He um, spent like his whole life working on it and like we could never get past like the third page. Uh he yeah, insisted a- that we read it. He insisted. Like it was like it was like a holy text, like we had to read it. It's a bit dense, but it's really interesting once you get further in. It's basically skills on how to best copy somebody's handwriting. I think it was called forgery. He was really good at forgery. How did you find this address? In the book. It was the in, the book, in the book. But kind of hidden. Can... Ha... I mean, it kind of set on fire. I don't have it anymore. But I have some of the tools that were inside of it. Hmm. He'll dig in his bag and show them. They both kind of look at each other and look back at it. Hmm. Um. Do you mind leaving them here so we could look at them? We'll give them back. We prom. I promise. And he just kind of, he attempts to, like, move, like, move Nibs's head out of the way and, or, like, pushing them out. And it just goes straight through Nibs's head. And he's just kind of like, I, I really wish I could do that. I really wish I could just, mm. Well, I guess I could. So long as you ha- promise to help us. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do our, I'll do, I'll do my best. I cannot guarantee, but I will do my best, I promise you. Try not to get them stolen, too. I'll put I, them on the counter. I, 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 I will not get them stolen. I promise. Okay. All right. And uh, they head out. <laughs> you head out into the Shimmering Bazaar, and we're going to swap over to Samson and Esperis. Right. Well, um... well, I'd say that went well. It could have gone considerably worse, I, I think. It's a good way to put it. Well, I think Kevin's over at the um, Alluring Ember. Uh, you ready to head that way, or do we need to stop somewhere first? No, no, I'm 
I'm ready. Yeah. All right, you guys make your way over to. Yeah, we just start walking. The alluring, yeah. like, alluring embers. Are you going to see Keevan or? Heading Keevan's direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. You make your way um, over to alluring embers, and you're you're welcome to come in to attempt to go speak to Keevan if you'd like. I want to talk to Samson a little bit on the way over there. Okay. Do you think um? Do you think Finalai is all right? Honestly, hmm. probably not. Do you think Finalai is all right? <laughs> I don't, I don't know Finlay that well, honestly. Well, you don't have to know him. Just like, what do you think? Is he okay? <laughs> uh, I find Luton is very easy for me to read, generally. I never really know with Finlay what is. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I have asked Finalai to go on a walk with me tonight. Do you think it's about time? Nope. I I think it's a very good time, actually. Why? Sorry, that was a very rude way to say it. I mean, um... I don't know exactly what I am doing tonight, so I don't know what I should be doing. But also, uh, no, go ahead. I don't think there are any bad times to spend time with people you like. You know, if you enjoy one another's company, there's there's literally no bad time to do so. I genuinely do not know if we enjoy each other's company. I mean, I enjoy finalized company. I'm sorry. I am not a, at all in wait, the same place that everyone else is right now. Wait, why do you say it like that? Uh, I do not. I don't. I feel like does not know you very well. I think, um, but um, it's. Uh, I am sorry. I know. Uh, should we? Do you want to speak again of the as the Cyprian? I know this is sort of where the head is at of the party, and I am sort of somewhere else, thinking something else. I don't know if it's helpful. Uh, no, I think we should stick on this subject. I, I, I really feel like this is the most important thing because, like, so Cyprian, that's all gonna that's all gonna be itself. They're gonna be mad for a little while, then they're not gonna be mad. Yes, and, and they're I, gonna be okay. Well, I, I, I'm, yeah, right, yes. Wait, so you you don't think Finn's gonna have a good time on the walk? Ah, uh, no, I don't know. I don't think that he's going to have a bad time. I hope that he has a very nice time, and I hope also that I have a nice time. I suppose if that, I think I will. So I've not really. I've been on. I do not think it is would qualify as a date, but I do want to say that I have been on dates before if it was to be a date, but it has not been 
never like because I wanted to. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit. So this is the first time you've ever. Did, no, no, it's well, not. Let's see, it's the you... thing is, it's not the first time. It's not the first time because Wait, I had before. Did did Finn ask you on a date or did no, you ask Finn uh, on no, a date? No, for it's not a date as well. Also, so it sounds like a date. It uh, it is a walk with somebody who I would like to get to know better. I would call that a date. Oh, that's all right. Uh, yes, I have been on dates before, Finn. Yes. So, so let me ask you this: Did Finn ask you to go on a date, or did you ask Finn to go on a date? I asked Finn if he would like to go on a walk with me, and he said yes that he would like to do that. So, if that is, I don't. I, this might be a little presumptuous, but I can't imagine that um, there are many people who wait around to not ask you out on dates. So, is this the first time you've ever asked someone else on a date? Like on purpose? <laughs> uh, no. But this is going to sound quite mean, I think. But I have asked people out because um, they are in, you know, a bad place. And it would help them to feel better, you know, if I did this for them. And that is not what I am doing this time. This is not relevant, I think. I think it's very relevant. All right. <laughs> Oh, I think it's very relevant. What a weird... You know what? Never mind. I don't want to hear about that. Um, what I am curious about is uh, where are you guys walking to? I don't know. Um, well, I'm uh, probably not going to take him to the temple again because I've been to the temple already with him. So... Uh, Have you considered that our dear Finali might like to take a good, nice look at the open sky? Perhaps out of the city, a, a, a camel ride, perhaps. He loves animals. Right. Right, camels. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's you don't like animals. Nice. That's right. No, I like animals are fine. Liar. You know? They're not very clean often of the times, but no, if Finalai likes animals, then he says, because I am not so much, I am, I've been thinking a lot about what I am trying to accomplish. Luden and I often speak of what are you trying to do? What is your objective mm -hmm. in the situation? And the thing is, it does I do not have an objective this time, which makes it more complicated. Is that So you're just trying to have a good time? Yes. Which I am not completely certain of how to do. Okay. Okay. But the camels sound very nice. So. The camels are kind of camel. Maybe avoid the camels because I know you hate camels. I don't hate Maybe I just, don't... you could just go walking, you know? It's walking just outside, you know? Like a, like there, maybe there's like an, o, o, an oasis or something you can go find, you know? Or like, I don't know, just walk outside where you can see the stars and stuff. Yeah. What? I am extremely embarrassed right now. That's so okay. Okay. Oh, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> uh, great. So no, that's fine. Um Doesn't sound fine. No, I just I I like Finn Finn like a great deal. Um I think. I don't know. I don't know him very well. So well, I like Finn a great deal and I know him pretty well. I know you do. I know you do. 
what why'd you ask him why'd you ask him to go on a walk He has kind of had a thing for me for a long time that has been very obvious uh, and I did not know what to do with it because I did not, it did not feel, you know, truthful to just, you know, do it because he wanted to do it. I've been trying to avoid doing that, but I don't know, at the moment I thought maybe it was something that I also wanted to do. Maybe. That's very complicated. It's not so complicated. I am making it more complicated than it needs to be, which uh, maybe is just a thing that the party does. Sorry. Um, Isn't it though, right? I, I am not going to be telling you that you are in the right here, Samson, if that is what you are angling for me to do. Oh, no, I know I'm in the right. I know that you know this. Um, I do not feel, may I be totally honest, oh, yeah. since I have now thoroughly embarrassed myself in front of you many times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like nobody here respects each other at all. Mm-hmm. Because you certainly don't respect Luden, Luden doesn't respect no. you, nobody respects Finalai. I, uh, respect no I respect Finalai a great deal. Yes. Do you think of him as an adult man? A younger adult, like why, why, <laughs> <All right. laughs> why, you know? All right. uh, yeah. I, He's not that old, you know. I don't really know how old he is. I don't. Th- he's not. He's not older than me. <laughs> he's also much younger than me. I think so. Is that a problem? I've never, you know. He's a half elf, and I am, you know. Not that. He's just going to get old a lot faster than you are. It's not his fault. He's just a half elf, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I, I feel like I, I respect Finn a great deal, and and definitely Prayaria. Prayaria mm-hmm. is is the queen. Yes, Prayaria definitely respect. Mm-hmm. And then there are two more members of the party that you feel that you feel great respect and admiration for, I'm sure. Oh, huh? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, but do you the only, the only The only one that doesn't deserve respect is Luden. Ermir is fine. It's just what Luden. Is just, he's just, he's all up in his feelings all the time. Does that make sense? You know that I care for Luden a great deal. Mm-hmm. And I love him. Oh, I understand. I do think most of the time he's right. One but he get- does not say things in the way that you do. You know, you say things with the full confidence of I am right, and he says things, you know, the way that a much younger brother would express his opinion. So it... (sighs) 
because I will say, Prearia has asked me many times, and Luna has asked me many times, Esperis, why are you not sharing your opinion? Why are you not truthful with the party? And, well, with what happened today, why would I? It's a good point. No. I am not angry with you, I, as I said, but uh, I do not think that Lutin is always wrong just because he is so emotional, you know? Well, I think Lutin's wrong most of the time. <laughs> because, not because he comes to the bad conclusions or he doesn't think well. Or anything like that, but he often wants to know everything before he can decide. And he listens far too much to logic and reason and thinks doesn't think with his heart. And sometimes you have to feel what's right. And if you wait all the time for the best logical conclusion and find all the information first, you're going to miss out on stuff. And I think the same kind of thing goes for Finn. If you look around tonight and you try to figure out what you're trying to accomplish, you're going to miss out. Ooh, what a swerve, what a segue you just served me there. Oh, I am very good at this. Um, I am very old. Uh, you are very old. <laughs> I have been on many dates and around I know many you have, and you always have such a good time, Mrs. It is not my story to tell, you know, but I do think Luden did used to, you know, believe with his heart. And he has learned not to. I do not know if so far we have given him a reason to trust again. I, mean, I am not saying that you are wrong. I am just saying that he is also not completely wrong. And I will oh. try tonight to look at stars and appreciate camels and uh, respect our very young half-elven friend. I know we're getting close. It's got, it's got to be around here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't think Luden wants to trust me. And I don't, honestly, probably shouldn't. Most people shouldn't. And that's fine. Like, I don't think I need that from him. And I don't really need his respect either. There's a lot of people who don't respect or trust me, and that's going to be okay. But I, I think this works. Because Luden knows I'll never leave him for dead and I have a feeling that if if it was ever a problem for me he'd come back for me too or he tried he at least See? he did come back for you he went yeah it was very um and for that reason I think this works well for us but I don't I don't need the I don't need those other things from him it's not something that I require I don't need his approval be who I am. All right. Hmm. Is that Kevin over there? Do you think? I think there's a place. <laughs> Knock <laughs> on the alluring embers. You are able to walk right into alluring embers if you so choose. Mm -hmm. um, 
And you see everything that you saw before when you first entered. Ah, hello again. Friend. I can't remember. Hold on, I have to go back. I have to go I back. I don't care what his name is. I say... <laughs> I think it's Keevan. I think no, it's Keevan. There's, there's a different guy in the no. back. It's like, like <laughs> hey, it's, uh, hey, friend, is Keevan here? It's people from the other day. I got a new friend and I need to talk to Keevan again. It's Capri. Yes, Capri. Yeah, I, I yes. thought we could go by friends, but that's cool. Uh, I mean... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, Keevan is just above us. And... Uh, they lead you back up the stairs once more. Thank you. Thank you. I have not met you before. You are new. My it name is Esperish Antia. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. I am Capri. Capri. And uh, Capri leads you up. And you see Kevin. And he, as he sees you all again, he goes, well, Look at it, my friend. You are back. I, I'm guessing you wish to uh, turn in your favor. Ah, yes, Kevin, it's good to see you. Hey, um, I don't think we're turning in that favor. We just had some questions. I, let me introduce you to my friend. This is um, uh, Esperis. Esperis, this is Kevin. Kevin Esperis. Yes. It's a delight to meet you. Esperis, Antia of the House of Arete. Kevin walks up and he goes, What a desert bloom you are. <laughs> and thank you, Kevin. And uh, he will take your hand and kiss it if you allow him to. Of course I will, yeah. A beautiful desert bloom. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Samson, for introducing me into the, to this beautiful desert flower. Such flattery. Thank you so much. Uh, what, what can I do for you, my friend? Uh, yes, um, Esperis had some uh, quick questions that we were looking at doing around. Do you want to tell them what we got going on? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, actually, I don't know if you are familiar with my family. I am. My surname is Antia, but I am of the House of Arete. My siblings, Antias and Poli, might have come through this area somewhat recently. The House of Arete. Yes. Oh, the most beautiful. It makes sense. The most beautiful sense come from the most beautiful woman and her <laughs> family. Ah, yeah. Well, well, it is such a delight to meet you. Well, thank you so much. It is a right to meet you as well. I have, um, I'm sort of black sheep of the family. I am not so much the international traveler. Yeah, daddy cannot be black sheep. Please, <laughs> please, you hurt me. You hurt me, beautiful one. I mean, one. that I have only heard of your beautiful city through their story. So I am relatively unfamiliar with the workings on. I, I was hoping, um, Samson told me that you would be the person in the know where I might go to see, um, uh, shipping ledgers, uh, the history and paperwork of things going in and out of the city. Uh, I believe my siblings were here recently, so it should be relevant. Are you looking for uh, shipping ledgers pertaining to your shipments? I can tell, I promise you that we have taken very great measures to make sure that your shipments come and go properly to each store and are taxed accordingly. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing awry, of course. Thank you, I appreciate that very much. I was interested in also just, um, oh my goodness, a, a comment, not my first, um, uh, the, the way that you do paperwork here going in and out of the city, is there a, a, a database that I could uh, uh, visit? Uh, there is a ledger. Of, uh, are you wishing to uh, review what the imports? Is there anything I can help you with in regards to your to the imports and exports? Uh, I assure you, like I said, I assure you, your family, 
we take very good care of the shipments from your family. I will thank you. I trust you 100%. Would it be appropriate for me to take a look at, at the ledger? Is it something that could be done? Uh, make persuasion check, please. Thank you. Samson has taken some time to notice all the name dropping that Esperis is doing <laughs> and noting that for our walk over to the ledger. 29! <laughs> uh, he goes, oh, Anything for the house of Antia and uh, your, you know, Arete. Of course, yes, but I will, um, let, let me, uh, if you will give me just a moment, I will have, uh, Capri, Capri, Capri! The ledgers, fetch them for me. Um, and it does take a bit of time because essentially what he just told Capri is to go to his house and bring it back to him. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Capri, uh, Capri, of course, does not do that. He... Capri sends someone else to go oh get God. it because Capri runs a store and can't just leave, but there are other people that work with Capri. Uh, and it does take a second, but while while that happens, you know, he invites you to have like some uh, dwarven brandy that he is very fond of from Dick Brand, and he shares it with you if you guys would wish to partake. Um, before. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> Even though Samson thought it was swill. Um, it's just okay. Uh, this like, brandy isn't quite as old. Uh, this one is 50 years. The one that you got to taste beforehand was like 400 years old, Samson. Um, and he just kind of shares it with you and offers you a cigar if you want one. And uh, he he offers you as one as well um, to the lady if she would like one as well. She'll take the brandy, but not the cigar. <laughs> All right. And you, you both partake and enjoy. Do you take a cigar, Daniel? Or, I'm sorry, Samson? Um, Samson doesn't want to smoke. He doesn't want to take years off his life. Um, <laughs> okay. So, Kevin, um, while we while we wait for, for our friend here, have you heard anything going on in the city? Any uh, news or anything of interest? I, uh, not, uh, not to do much, but I actually have heard one thing. Uh, it is a bit of a spoiler, but you can expect that there is a circus coming to town. How lovely. Oh, yes. From where? Quite exciting. Oh, they travel all across Loria, even Acacia, come across the sea. Have you heard of the Midnight Circus? Have we heard of the Midnight Circus? Um, I'm proficient in history. Both of you I'm may, proficient and, in history. <laughs> both of you may have, make a, mi uh, a midnight circus check. You both of you may make a history check. I have, as I wish. I have expertise and fun. <laughs> Natural <laughs> twenty. Out of fifteen, I've never had fun in my life. Oh, you've heard of them, Esperice. You've definitely heard of them. Um, you've never seen them, um, but you have heard of them. They. Uh, they are very, didn't have a field trip from seminary school. You, the your vibe mostly is like you know they're very mysterious and like, um, you know, whimsical. Worldly, um, you know. Worldly, uh, worldly. <laughs> there you go. From, <laughs> coming from the religious woman in the party, yes, they're very secular, Esperis. They're so secular. Um, <laughs> uh, Samson, with your natural twenty, yeah, you definitely know who they are. Um, uh, it's it's kind of like a Tim per Tim Burton like circus. They have a menagerie of exotic animals and like people who tell the future. Um, the circus operates like at midnight at like 
that's when the the gates open when you go to the to this circus um, it's not um, really for children it's uh they're it's very dark they have uh cryptid creatures that um that you know they like a menagerie of cryptid creatures and just all these unique performers and I'm going to say with my natural 20 that I've been to this circus. You've probably and been to the circus. I'm going to say, oh yeah, I have I have been to the Midnight Circus, whatever it was called, Midnight Circus. The Midnight thing. Circus. The Midnight Circus. Oh, that sounds, I, I, it's been quite some time, more than a year, at least for me. But it was up in, uh, when they were over near Falcom. Just a fantastic event. I get. I'm so excited. When do they come into town? It is said that they were, uh, they're going to make a very grand entrance into the city uh, sometime today, actually. And that they will be setting up their circus uh, over uh, at the Sables Oasis. Uh, they're actually going to set it up above the water. Very, very fascinating. A lot sounds amazing. Will you be attending? I would love to attend. Uh, they do. Uh, they they choose their locations very meticulously, and uh, they have yet to visit Sable. So I'm quite intrigued and uh, excited to see what they have. Well, we must certainly make a visit then, Samson, and we will be delighted to see you there then, Kevin. Wonderful. This is good news to hear. And as he kind of speaks, you see like somebody kind of walking up the stairs with a very heavy book. And uh, he before, goes before that happens, I say, ahead. I wonder if we have any friends who might like to see that sort of thing getting set up. Hmm. I wonder. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it now. OK, it took me a second. I got you. As has got it. And she's looking down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as uh, as uh, he goes, uh, well, uh, here's the ledger. <sighs> this is uh, not the most entertaining part of uh, my job, so I and I trust I you will uh, give the book back. Uh, I do have another appointment, so I will leave you too with the book, and you will give it back to what is what what is your name? Uh... Capri. 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 Yes, Capri. Yes, Capri. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, y- y- I will see you too uh, some other time then. Yes, of course. Hopefully we will see you at the circus. We'll be looking for you there. I look forward to much you beautiful desert flower. And once again, it was a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Pleasure to meet you as well. And uh, he descends. It wasn't Kepri. It was someone else. <laughs> but, oh, shoot. <laughs> but, uh, we said Kepri anyway. <laughs> and the guy was like, my name's like Daryl. Yeah, it wasn't Kepri. <laughs> he, him and Kepri are actually friends, so... Um, Do they leave us alone in this office with the book? With the book? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Time to commit some fraud. Okay, <laughs> let's get on. Um, all right, so we're going to, uh, I'm going to pull up the ledger for you all to see. All right. Yeah, I'm also going to take like, I don't know, two minutes to walk behind his desk and look at the papers. He doesn't have a desk. There's no desk in his office? This isn't an office. He's got a standing desk. Oh. He likes to frequent this establishment. (laughs) It's literally like it's like it's it's like it's a yoga ball. It's literally like a coffee table and two chairs and like a whiskey decanter. He has I thought this was his home. No. He frequents alluring embers a lot. And like he's usually he's mostly here. 
We're just we're just super lucky. Ooh. Wow, this does not help. <laughs> and I'm gonna uh. go, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let everyone see a little bigger picture of this. Alright. Okay, wait. Here. Okay. Alright, we got house numbers. This was... is the ledger. Districts. Okay. What was Six. being I think 628 is what's... Okay, so for 628, we've got water. Okay, that doesn't do anything. But also silver, nitric acid, and ammonia, and glass? What the hell is nitric acid? I don't know. Maybe that's I'm gonna not make a history. Ore. I'm going to make a history check on Google. Google? <laughs> Cheating much? It's, Wait, 628 comes up the most. It's it's niter, which you can use to make musket men and civ six. <laughs> good, good, good. Got it. I mean, we're looking for ore, right? But then we're also looking for repeated. Or I guess maybe they're sending it to different destinations. Okay, we're gonna need a minute <laughs> to Can, look over this. Or does any of this make sense to you, Esperis? Is this is this what all those look like where you're from? Um, from the house of Ventus or wherever you are. <laughs> Arete, um, but uh, I honestly Arete. was never trained in the paperwork, and I don't know about any of these. Um, I mean, I've seen my um. Arete looking at things like this, but I don't know exactly. Um, can we do some kind of investigation check on this? Because uh, I am dumb as a box of rocks, but Esperice might not be. <laughs> or is this purely we got to figure it out? Um, sure, I suppose. Can I assist? Unless Samson unless, Sam, unless Samson noticed, this is a puzzle, so I kind of feel like... Is it a puzzle? It's a puzzle. It's a visual puzzle. What looks what looks out of the ordinary? Somebody in chat definitely knows one of them. Oh, the fresh water is really heavy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, beans? People can eat beans if they want. 8,000 gold tax for beans? That's a lot. That's a lot of tax for beans. Where, is it, where does that go? 428 emerald? That's a lot of tax for beans. Well, as, as it feels like they're making coffee. So, like... <laughs> it could be coffee. That's a very... That's a lot of money for beans. That's a lot of money for beans. Who has 200 pounds of beans? I mean, if, again, if you're making coffee or some sort of Tex-Mex chain restaurant, who might need a lot of beans. Who needs that many beans? <laughs> well, let's, I mean, if it's not a Tex-Mex restaurant, then that's definitely suspicious. Yes, If it's I not a thinking... Starbucks or a Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> I am going to assume that whoever received the shipment of beans, whatever officer accepted the shipment of beans, lied on the paperwork and called it beans instead of something else. Um, 428. Is that a house number? Do I know what the numbers would refer to? That's an, it's, it's an address. 
Well, normally okay, it's an address. Okay. Yeah, if you notice when we're walking around, you see most of the houses have some sort of number written on the front. There's like a sign. All right, I know what the home address is. There's one on there's one there's <laughs> yes. one on this house too. I just thought maybe the number meant I only have twelve intelligence. I'm not <laughs> I'm not <this laughs> wrong. Can I, I do <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm asking something else. You can go ahead. I look there's something going on here. Look at this. Two six two eight amber. It's got like five deliveries the last however long. Yeah. I think it's worth at least check. Like who pays for fresh water to be imported? Is this like distilled or something? Or yeah. maybe it could be something else. And then definitely the beans. Who We're needs that many beans? beans? That's 428 emeralds. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I want to do a quick check through just to like see how hard I was lying. Have Palaimon and Andia Serete been in this city in the last year or so, or was I just making things up? Is there a recent shipment of, of our kind of goods? Um, I would say, like, your name is so big that like, you, so you, you probably know that your siblings weren't here, but they do travel. But he okay. wouldn't, like, he wouldn't know if they were here or not. Okay. So he just, like, he just assumed you were right. Good. Perfect. It'd be too, Wonderful. It'd be too embarrassing to be like, oh, I didn't see them while they were here. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm are you trying to say? Yeah, like oh, I haven't met your, I haven't, I haven't met with your your siblings, you know, with a lot, like when they were visiting, if they were visiting, and like you, like oh, of course, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is is there a quill or a piece of paper in this area, or could I get one from downstairs? Um, I just want to copy the list. I feel like that's something that would be on your person, wouldn't it? Like, isn't that like adventuring gear stuff? Um, is that not? I got a whole bunch of candles for my adventuring gear. I have navigator's tools. Maybe I have pencil and pen in there. Either way, I find something to copy it down with. With navigator's? Someone's got a pen around here. <laughs> yeah, I take a piece of cloth and some incense you could probably, that I have, you and could I probably write down. Ask, you could probably ask Kepri for some paper. Yeah, I get some paper and pen from Kepri. I tip him a, a, I tip him a copper for his trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Kepri, who sells like... 500 year old dwarven brandy just kind of like, like you essentially just gave him a penny <laughs> and he Gavry just kind of looks down at it and goes and just kind of like puts it in like the change like the change bowl at like a like gas the, like, station like the pick it like the take a penny leave a penny thing. yes <laughs> puts it in the change bowl i come back upstairs and i begin to copy the list and as i do i say so when were you going to tell us all that you you had a quote unquote house across the sea, huh? Are you not familiar with the house of Arete? No, I'm not from this material plane. No, I'm sorry, I'm I'm just kidding around with you. It was never um, it never seemed particularly relevant. Um, it just seemed useful in this particular situation. So. For sure, everything about you is relevant, Esperis. <laughs> I continue to write. Well, that's very kind of you. 
Why are they paying so much for glass? Uh, glass can be very expensive to make, I think. And anyway, I am not necessarily actually part of the house of Arete. Um, I am not technically related, so just by um, half siblings, you know. I mean, half royalty is better than no royalty, right? <laughs> well, we're not, it's not royalty. It's just. Uh, That's what everyone who is royalty says. Away. Luxury goods on the capitalist market, so not monarchy. It's um, just new, uh, new money. So new money. Okay, someone <laughs> uh, across the sea knew your last name. Well, yes, it is an international company, but it is. It is an international company. I don't mean it to sound in a certain way. This is part of why I don't bring it up because it sounds very, you know, oh well. You know, and this is not how I am trying to be. I am a member of the temple, so. But if I can use it to get a city's paperwork, which is helpful, yes, then I will do this, so. Mm -hmm. <sighs> okay, I think that's, I think I got everything written down here. Do we need anything yeah. else from this? No, I don't. Um, unless you can think of anything else, no, I don't think so. I think we probably should run by the run by the group, see if they've been over to Amber yet, seen anything weird. But yeah. um, maybe go, maybe we'll just walk by, see what a couple of these look like. I think a couple of them on the way back to the Sparrowhawks, yeah? Yeah, certainly. Sounds very good to me. I think we want to walk by 628 Amber and 428 Emerald. And check for a Starbucks and a bomb maker. <laughs> Well, with with the discovery and this shipment ledger in hand, I think this is a good place for us to stop this evening, for everyone to kind of marinate on this shipment ledger and what these what these uh, what this could be. The eight thousand gold beans that we didn't notice, <laughs> or that I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Flock Obama notices like the beans are certainly the sus. Beans! <laughs> the beans are sus. <laughs> Are those pinto? Are they, oh my God. <laughs> the comments on the beans were hilarious. <laughs> those are pinto. 40, 40 gold per unit is a super tax. Why like is maybe, pinto banned? <laughs> maybe for some good navy beans, but not for pinto. <laughs> <laughs> it's all refried in a big vat that they trucked into the city. <laughs> <laughs> that difference is water is sus too from Amber. That's what I was saying. Like, who who imports water? Like, is this like vitamin water? Is it Fuji? <laughs> I mean, like, we are, are we in a with? desert, but there is an oasis spring in here, so always better from other springs, though. Yeah, mm -hmm. the Canadian. Don't want to dry out the spring. The, the water's oasis. bluer on the other side. The it's like the Icelandic water you get that has like the hexagonal like <laughs> bottles Icelandic in it. water. Mm -hmm. And that's electrolyte balanced water. Oh, this is probably just, it probably is like bottled water and it probably is like, like the, the explosives and things are probably like for fireworks for the circus and they're like getting stuff to sell at the midnight circus that's coming in. It's probably what it is. They eat nothing but beans. <laughs> the oh, beans are also for the circus. <laughs> Instead of popcorn, you serve beef. <laughs> that that late at night, everybody needs coffee. Let's go. Beans. Again, just they give you a big 
Tupperware <laughs> of refried beans that you eat there. Yeah. I don't know why I'm very it's focused on chipotle. that. It's for the Chipotle. Baked beans, it's fancy. It's for the Chipotle. <laughs> chipotle. Or the Moe's. The Chipotle Moe's. <laughs> Um, All right, you could you could see more great content like this in the after show. <laughs> yes, we're about to go to the after show here in just a second. But let me thank all of our new followers because we have a dawn. Uh, thank you, Ice Sands, for the follow. Joss Defunker, Draconic Chicken, Amongst the Amongst the Living, Small Spoon, Huesk One Hundred Two, Aaron Stone, Little Bear Five Five One, Ice Sween Oh Nine, G Dorgant. Uh, sweet but deadly, wicked tree, monokuma two four six eight, Slayer geezer for the resub and the I'm here for Micah's villain arc comment. We loved that. <laughs> um, Dire Bear GM with the raid of fourteen. Jay speaks ninety seven for the follow. Ryan PDL for the follow. Lan ACDC for the follow. CJ Starry for the one hundred bit cheer. Hamsty fifty six for the follow. And pyro, pyrotechnic, seven 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 for the host of One View. Thank you for the host. With that, uh, if you enjoyed our show this evening, love the cast. You can follow our cast on social media by using the Fate Cast command. That is Command Fate Cast. You can also support us with a free Twitch Prime sub or a sub. It takes a lot of work to bring you this content every week, and we want to continue to bring this awesome content every week. Subscribers, of course, get access to our exclusive emotes and access to the secret corridor channel on our Discord server where we share work-in-progress shots and sneak peeks before anyone else gets to see it. Uh, and behind the scenes. You can also catch up on all of our shows on YouTube, so make sure to follow us on YouTube with Command YouTube if you want to catch up on all of our shows. Uh, our other shows, of course, uh, on Tuesdays, which is tomorrow, we have our Twisted Veil show, which is our Through the Breach Malifaux campaign. Very Victorian steampunk horror. Deanna plays in that show. Deanna is a player in that show. Uh, and it's Malifaux Through the Breach, which is not D&D. It's card flipping very different system very cool and fun and that is our tuesday show at 8 p.m central standard time on wednesdays we have iron valor uh which uh is our basically our, our module campaign setting where we play wizards of the coast modules we played uh ryan the frost maiden curse of strahd and right now we're about to do episode four Episode four of Candlekeep Mysteries. We're doing Candlekeep Mysteries right now on Iron Valor. That's at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on Wednesday. Oh, and just a reminder, uh, Twisted Veil, we're doing a giveaway. We're actually giving away a multi-part female mini kit tomorrow on Twisted Veil. And on Iron Valor, we are giving away the very last, very last, no more, founder Most enamel special. pin. Uh, we're giving those away this week. And then uh, Friday, we have Short Rest. A short Rest, uh, that is at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're the cast and crew. We mix it up every now and then. We just play video games. We chill and chat. We hang out with you guys. We answer your questions. And then we just bond with you guys. Um, but other than that, that 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 is us. Who are, who are we rating this evening, Daniel? Who are we rating? Oh, we're rating RPG at home. Ooh, okay. That's who we're going to. They gonna, look like they're having a good old time. So. We are going to raid RPG at home, everyone. Make sure to uh, send them some love. Let them know Ink and Liar sent you. And we will see you back here on Fate Send next Monday. We love you all. 
See you next time.